What is going on to all of our favorite people out there? Welcome back to another edition of The Hard Count, my friends. It's a Tuesday. CJ, you know, it's a little different bit of a Tuesday here, guy. Usually by the time we're uh, we're hitting up the show, everything's done and over with. No. You know, uh, COVID got everybody out here uh, extra games, extra games. So, you know, we got some – we got the Eagles-Washington game going on right now. We got a little bit of Ram going on as well. And, uh, yeah, we're not we're not fully through week 15 yet. Or 14? 15? No, 15. 15. Yeah, 15. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's been a wild week. Like you said, a lot of these teams had a few outbreaks, guys getting COVID. I mean, a lot of them are asymptomatic, so that's good. You know, they're not really having a lot of – yeah, it's a lot of these guys getting COVID. A lot of these guys are asymptomatic. So that's good to not really have any type of symptoms to where they're sick. But this is going to be a process, not just for the NFL, but definitely for the, these other uh, American sports leagues as well. You know, this is new territory that we're in. It's something that we're not used to. You know, we're two years in, but it's still very young. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, as these leagues start to understand uh, what's going on, players are going to have to continue to do their part. And we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. But uh, I see this being a norm, really, until who knows? I mean, as much as I know they want to keep things on schedule, you know, these companies have, you know, contracts with other different type of organizations that they have scheduled for different days and times and things like that. But uh, it's just the nature of the beast. It's times that we're living in, so you just have to adjust. Yeah, you know, oh, look at this. We already got the color cast as well but like i said before we go on you know we can't see your stuff on twitter anymore so you know make sure you hit us up on facebook hit us up on youtube twitch everywhere make sure you hit us up so we can interact with the people and color cast listen if you want to you don't want to look at this beauty which by the way i i don't understand why you wouldn't um you can go over to color cast it's just an audio only thing you can leave it running in the back of your phone and uh help the kids out you can help the kids out, but we got Michael in here already. Man said cancel everything again, COVID. Michael, I know you're lying. I know you're <laughs> lying. Because, uh, listen, Michael, we're already having enough trouble scheduling uh, banter with a little lockout. Could you imagine us having to do all these other shows without, without any sports once again? Oh, man. I can't go back to that. That was a dark time in my life. Yeah, I can't even I can't even imagine. I don't, think, I don't see it happening, though. I don't see it no, happening. No, I, I, I think it's damn near impossible. Right. Yeah, we're gonna be good. Look at this, Michael. This man say they see me trolling, they hating. Michael, why you gotta <laughs> troll us, huh? Why you gotta so be bringing trolling? It back to millionaire days. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, who was the dude that always made all of the uh, uh, weird, weird, uh, weird Al Yankovic, bro? Yeah, <laughs> Yo. what a guy trapped through the drive-through. Classic. I was a big fan of. Uh... Yeah, what was that? What's that song? The one with the senior role in the head, but he made like a white version of it. Oh, white and nerdy. Yeah. Yes, bro. White and nerdy. That was a song <laughs> yeah, back was, in the day, bro. Yeah, that was that was a song. He was way ahead of his time, man. It's like he did. Remember, he did eat it. He did the Michael Jack. If he had did that during YouTube this time, bro, was, man, would have been the most subscribed to person on the platform. Nah, yeah, he would have been. Yeah, he sees he paid the way for a lot of those, a lot of those. Uh, remember those hip hop classic battles. Rap battles. Yeah, remember epic rap battles of history? That's, yeah, that's what exactly. Yeah, that's what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. He, he, paid way, he paid the way for those guys for sure. But uh, all right, CJ, it's a little weird, but we're gonna get into the games that are currently going on. Um, 
We got a 17-10 game over here in Philly. I'm watching it right now on the beautiful TV. You know, Michael, this man, Michael, now that reminds me, doesn't have a TV in like the spot where he does the podcast. So whenever I say things, he's always like, oh, I didn't know that because I can't watch. Shout out me having a TV in my room, bro. Big fan. Um, but yeah, 17-10 right now. The Eagles are driving down the field. They're at least in field goal range, to say the least. Uh, and it was weird. This game started off 10 nothing. you know. I don't know if you saw it, CJ, but the pass to Dallas Goddard for a first down, I believe it was on third down, wide open. Man drops the ball. It bounces off his hands. Then his thigh. Man kicks it up off the back of his heel and gets intercepted by Landon Collins. So that set the uh, Washington football team over there up in very good field position. Wow. Eagles have 406 total yards of offense in the third quarter. Is that is that true? Really? That's what it just said, and Washington only had like 137. 406, bro? How's it only 17 points they got? Anyway, so that set up the Eagles in our uh, Washington football team in pretty good um, field position. They end up scoring a touchdown, Antonio Gibson on the ground. Uh, there was another turnover. I believe Hurts fumbled the ball, and then Montez Sweat picked it up, and then he fumbled the ball, then Sweat got back onto the ball. It was a mess. That led to a field goal. And then the Eagles go back down, get a field goal. They actually score a touchdown before the half with about a minute something left. And then uh, after they went to halftime, I believe, Eagles came back out, scored another touchdown. Jalen Hurts has two touchdowns today, both on QB sneaks pretty much uh, right at the goal line, which CJ, we saw on, on uh, Thursday, Saturday night. Very effective. Very effective. Um, <laughs> We will get to that game, believe that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, a, a, you know, solid game being played so far. Washington is without their uh, – there's two both quarterbacks. So they're, they're going with Garrett Gilbert, who was signed off the Patriot practice squad uh, earlier in the week. But uh, Heineke has COVID, and I believe that their backup is Colt McCoy, if I'm not. Kyle, Kyle Allen. Kyle Kyle, okay. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, Cole McCoy is on uh, the Cardinals. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that was way back in the day. That was the Kirk Cousins days. Yeah, Kirk Cousins days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seventeen ten right now. Hey, for Washington, they they hung in there. Uh, they were doing pretty good, and then you know the things just started going the uh, Eagles' ways. Third and thirteen right now. So we'll see what the Eagles do. But CJ, I know you've been watching this game as well because this is the game that's available in our area. Uh, what are you <laughs> taking away from it? I mean, I expect the Eagles to win this game. Like you said, the the Washington football team that don't have their starter or their backup quarterback in there, uh, just guy just picked them up uh, from the streets, really. And, you know, at home, Philadelphia doesn't have the best home record, but, you know, they, they need to come out and win this game. I think both teams are trying to make the playoffs, both at six and seven. So it's a lot is at stake for both of these teams. And uh, it's unfortunate that, the Washington, Washington football team, they don't have their 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 guy, Heineke, under center right now, especially in these key moments uh, to help them win these these crucial games to try to get them in the playoffs. But uh, Philadelphia does. They got most of their guys, and they need to capitalize and get this W if they want to, you know, try to stay alive and maybe get to the playoffs. Yeah, and, you know, you're talking about getting most of their guys back. They got, uh, they got Hurts back. It's no more Minshew mania that we saw, you know some of these Eagle fans uh, screaming for after they beat the Jets like everybody else should. Um, but 
Yeah, man, she was like, uh, he's he's like he's like Fitzpatrick. He's like a younger version yes, of Fitzpatrick. Bro. He has a lot of character. He brings a lot of energy. Um, you know, he's a likable guy. I'm sure amongst the locker room. Um, but you know, is he a franchise quarterback? You know, yeah. that's 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 the real question. I mean, granted, you know, he played on in one of the worst organizations in NFL history, uh, just just by all standards. Yeah, <laughs> in the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, not not the greatest not the greatest test, but. Uh, you know, I'm seeing seeing some reports from different reporters and things like that over the court, you know, that follow the league. They're saying he might he might get a shot next year uh, just wow. based off that game. So uh, he might get a one year prove a deal. One of these, you know, mid level type teams. And, uh, you know, he could show he could show his worth, man. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Rooting for him. Good for good for him. He's going to be up. It's going to be on him. You know, CJ, me and you, it seemed like are, are a little bit higher on Hurts than even some of the Eagles fans are. And I think a lot of that just comes from the fact that if you look at it from last year to this year, first of all, it's a new coach, uh, rookie head coach, obviously. And then, wow, my boy just texted me, asked him I wanted to go out this weekend. <laughs> it might be another uh, might be another weekend of bad decisions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stay safe, my brother. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, but it, I, think, I think we're still seeing what he is. Because if you look at, you know, new head coach, like I said, they bring in uh, Devonta Smith as well so that he's learning the offense. Goddard, he has to get familiar with him. Uh, they changed their offense, if you think about it, like five, you know, kind of midway point through the season. They they went from passing the ball out to running a lot more. It's been very effective. Um, and Hurts, technically, if you look at it, is still not anymore, actually. Not he's, anymore. He's passed his rookie 16 games, I guess you should say. But still, he has about 18 games, 19 games under his belt. I just find it hard to judge it immediately because I know that we're all very much into the we want people to be good right away thing. It's the Herbert Mahomes effect. Yeah, it is. You know, Mahomes sat that year behind Smith. All of a sudden comes out, wins an MVP. Herbert comes in, breaks the rookie record for touchdowns. Then also this year throws for over 30 touchdowns again. First player in NFL history to do that. Um, and it's just, I mean, even Dak, you look at Dak came out, won about 13 games his first year. Yep. Uh, obviously that was helped a lot by the running game, but still, you know, the quarterbacks get the credit for everything that happens, uh, in the NFL. We know well, that when thir- like 13 and three, exactly. Yeah. And I believe they went undefeated on the road as well. Uh, so listen, I don't know. I'm still giving him a chance, man. He, he's coming back from this injury. He's playing well this game. I mean, uh, he's gotten Goddard the ball a lot, which is obviously one of those stars. I think he had over 95 yards last time I checked. Uh, I don't know if he's gotten any uh, catches since then. Uh, Smith ha- ha- made a nice uh, catch earlier in the game, but I still got faith in him, man. I, I still want to see what he can do. I think he, I just think he gives what the NFL wants now, which is you know a, a dual threat. Obviously, he can do a lot with his legs, and then. I think you can still develop as a passer throughout your years. I mean, you look at, I mean, you can look at Josh Allen. He's the perfect example. You know, the bigger step is usually year one to year two. And he said, yeah, never mind. Year two to year three, I mean, you know, catapult myself into a, a near MVP conversation. Then, you know, he was in it this year as well. So there's always room for improvement everywhere. And I think the the more you, the more snaps you get, Obviously, the better you're going to get in the NFL, man. You can't go out there. This isn't one of the games where you can sit back and only study and, and do things, and you can all of a sudden become better. 
it's you have to go out there, you have to get hit, you have to see what the defenses are doing to you, you have to see how they're disguising them. And while you can see that on film, you still have to decipher as it's coming at you. And he, you know, he missed some games. He obviously didn't play too much last year. So I, I liked I want to see where he goes. I'm not I'm not counting him out, I should say. We got Corey in the chat. Hey family, what's going on, brother? Uh Josh Allen was three to four, year three to four, which has never happened. Not two to three, like normal progression. Uh, what is this? This is this is year four, this, right? Twenty eighteen draft. Yeah, I thought this. Yeah, this is year four. Yeah, um, but either way, you're right. Uh, either, either way, however you want to, however you want to slice it. You know, it definitely took a while for him. You know, he had to, he showed some promise. You got to remember they were in that playoff game against the Texans. Uh, I think his his second. Second or third year, second year. Um, yeah, he still struggled. Accuracy was definitely an issue, choppy in the pocket. And he just cleaned some of those mechanics up. And even when he came off the draft, you know, if he was if he was just able to clean those things up, you know, the talent was there. And it looks like now everything is coming together, which, you know, turns into it's, it's a scary player. And, you know, right now, you know, they have some, they have, they've had some ups and, ups and downs, but he's been definitely the reason why they've had they've had a lot of success. And then for Hertz. Like, I, I get it. You know, I get Eagles fans, you know, they, you know, they want to win now, but you know, you gotta, gotta be patient a little bit. You have to, I mean, it's a young quarterback. Everybody's path is going to be different. Everybody's just cause you're in the same league doesn't mean your journey is going to be the same. So you have to, I, listen, I know it's, you know, you, you're looking at these, a lot of these other guys in the league playing well, like you said, Herbert Mahomes, but it's also how you build the team around these young guys too. You know, Herbert has Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, uh, you know, a solid offensive coordinator and Joe Lombardi this year, who's with Sean Payton for a all these years. offensive line with Slater, so, especially yeah, now. So, yeah, solid offensive line that they that they rebuilt because um, last year it wasn't too great. He still played well. He, he was more mobile. He was more running around in the pocket and they cleaned up that offensive line a little bit. Now you see him be more comfortable in the pocket. This year, I mean, for for Hertz. It's gonna it's gonna take a minute. It's gonna take a while. You know, you can't expect him to be great, but it's just it's gonna come down to how long the high Roseman, Jeffrey Laurie, they're gonna be patient. Uh, because you do have Deshaun Watson around <laughs> somewhere, chilling. Uh, you do have Russell Wilson in a well, in a kind of back and forth with with the uh with the Seahawks, it seems like, and his future might be up in the air in Seattle. So when you got two of those guys out with potential options at quarterback in the free agency. Yeah, it kind of it kind of brings a different dynamic to the discuss to the discussion. And do you want to, you know, put put all your chips in the, in the middle and try to go get one of these you know top level guys that are proven and still have a lot left in the tank, or do you want to wait and, and and trust the guy that you drafted, help develop him, and maybe he could be one of those guys um, that a lot of teams want, like a Watson, like a Wilson, for years to come. So it's tricky, man. These franch these franchises have a lot of pressure. You know, the fans obviously put a lot of pressure on them. Philadelphia. Won a championship over the last few years, so all Hurts has to do is just control what he control. I mean, just continue to grow, continue to improve, and hopefully wherever he ends up, whether it stays in Philadelphia or maybe elsewhere via trade, you know, he just makes the most of it. Yeah, I'm looking at the Eagle game right now. This man, this man Garrett Gilbert out here throwing blocks for people. They did a nice little end around. This man Garrett Gilbert was throwing blocks against the uh, DN. I, I like what I'm seeing out here. He's throwing a little heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gilbert's a big guy. Uh, he's a big guy. I remember watching him. I, I believe he went to Oklahoma State or Oregon State, one of the two. 
but I remember watching him growing up. Like he, he's solid. When, like when I was watching college more, now he, he, you know, he's you know solid. You know, could be a backup third string guy. Um, you know, but Washington, what they want to do, even if even if Heineke's in there, they want to run the football. You know, they want to give it to Gibson. Uh, they want to give it to McKissick. They want to control the clock. That's when when, they, when they've had their most notable wins this season. That's what they've done. And Philadelphia knows that it's just going to come down to who's 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 going to execute in, in, in the trenches. And right now, it looks like Philadelphia has done that. Yeah, and I had to you know hit the quick refresh on the uh, on the page because it didn't update very well. Uh, 20, 2010 Eagles now and seventeen ten. The Rams are up, and that's the game. This that's the game that's surprising me more. I thought the Eagles would win this game. I mean, I thought it would be a lot easier for them to win this game uh, than the twenty to ten. At the one point, like I said, they were down the ten nothing. But you know, this game was the Seahawks Ram game was three three going into halftime, and uh, it was not very pretty. Stafford threw an interception. I knew that, uh, and this is you get into the whole part of who is the best team you know, conversation every single week. And I think everybody keeps wanting to throw the Rams in there because they should be there. And, you know, they have so many pieces on their team. And by the way, I just looked at the stats again. I don't care what anybody says. This man, Cooper Cup, is the best wide receiver in football. He has, just again, nine catches, 136 yards, two touchdowns. Again, last week he had 129. I think the week before that he had 123. So Cooper Cup is basically uncoverable these days. But I digress. Um, and I think everybody wants to throw the Rams in there because they should be the best team. You know, like I said, they traded for Stafford. Uh, they trade for Von Miller. They obviously have Jalen Rams. They have the best one of the – probably when he retires might be the greatest defensive tackle end or whatever you want to call him uh, in NFL history with Aaron Donald. They trade for OB or they get OBJ as well from, I guess, getting cut free agency type of situation. Uh, I guess you can say, but it's games like this where it's 17 10 against the Seahawks and where there was only 3 3 at halftime. Where it's like, do I really want to put them there? But then it was games against, you know, Arizona where I'm like, okay, you know, maybe they're showing something. But then, again, Arizona just went out and lost to the Lions, which we'll talk about a little bit. So, so I, I struggle for this. I struggle where I rate the Rams, and I think if I have to put them somewhere, I'm to the point with them where I'm not shocked if they make it to the Super Bowl. But I think in my head I'm a tad surprised. I just don't think it's meshed. I don't think it's it's come together well. I should I think because I think they've gone away from what Sean McVay really likes to do, and run the ball and be a power run team because now they have Stafford, so they know he's obviously an upgrade from Jared Goff. So uh, it's it's hard. Like I think I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked, but I'm still like if they made it to the Super Bowl, I should be like, oh, I, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I wouldn't be too shocked just for the simple fact that, like you said, I mean, even at the top of the NFC, it's really, it's really who's who's going to be who's going to be hot during that time. I yeah. mean, you know, the Bucks struggled this week. Like you said, the Cardinals struggled. The the Packers could have lost to the Ravens without Lamar Jackson. So, well, we got to get into that decision, CJ. Uh, so of course, sick of, it. of course. So, sick of it. <laughs> so it's really, you know, it's really a pick them out of those to me. You know, Dallas has had their ups and downs, but you know, when they're on, 
you know, they, they, they could definitely make a run as well. So I think between those five teams, San, San Fran's been on a solid run. Yeah. Just gotta, excuse me, just got to hope Garoppolo, uh, you know, remains consistent. Those guys stay healthy. So I, th- I think those six teams right there, uh, five or six teams, are pr- I-, I would probably say that have, have the best shot again into the Super Bowl. Um, I don't feel like there's a clear-cut favorite, like we might have said maybe a month ago or something like that. I think any one of those teams could get play be playing at SoFi come February. Yeah, th- see the. The parody this year is something I don't think I've ever seen. For sure. Like I obviously it's because of the court, the quarterback NFL. play. Yeah, it's the quarterback play. I think it's I don't know. There's just nobody separated themselves. It's so weird. Like usually at this part of the season, there's a there's probably usually two or three teams that you look at and you're like, oh yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl. Right. And this year, like I think I'm there with the Packers. But it's also to the point where it's like they disappoint you every single year. So it's that bias of like, am I going to put my heart into it, knowing that there's been disappointments in the past? In the past, I should say. But I mean, to the point where they're winning, they're eleven and three right now, I believe, too. Without Zadarius Smith, David Bakhtiari has been out. Uh, Jair Alexander has been out. So it's like. Am I really going to still say no when they're eleven and three and they're missing? Not three players. Like, those are three people on that team that are all pro, perennial pro bowl great players. Like, Alexander became one of the best corners in the league. Bakhtiara, we know, has been one of the best tackles in the league. And and Smith, you know, especially these past couple years, has really come on and been very good. So I'm kind of there with them. It's just it's just with the Rams, it's, it's so hard because it's like, they made that all-star team. And you know, remember it back in the day, too, when the Eagles made the dream team, right? Hmm. You know, they, they had Vince Young, even though I don't know how that is ever part of a dream team. Uh, no, remember, he was the backup. It was supposed to be – Vic Vic was supposed to carry the that team. Remember, Vic was, was there. It? Yeah, VY was the backup. Yep. And then they traded for that – they to sign that corner. Nandi Asimov. Yep. yep. Bro, loved Nandi Asimov back in the mm-hmm. day. Specifically, just because that was his name, I had no other reason for liking Namdi other than that was his name. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and they and they brought in a bunch of guys, and everybody was like, "Wow, this team is, you know, great." And Shady McCoy's back there, and they're all, and they do nothing. And it's I almost get that way with the Rams because I feel like it's just too inconsistent. Like at this point in the season, you should be consistent. And I know everybody's well, I mean, not in four games, but it's like. Come on. Well, yeah, I mean, again, like, I, I feel you. I've, considering the tag, it was good, brother. It was good, Vic. <laughs> considering, the, considering the talent that they have, you would think so, right? You know, they, you would think they'd be the, you know, what, 11 and 3, like Green Bay. But every team has just been up and down. Honestly, yeah, Green Bay has probably been the most consistent. I mean, take away that loss to Kansas City when they had Jordan Love. Yeah, that's I mean, other, other other than that, they've been you know really. I think really they blow out Kansas City with Rodgers. They're not like, yeah, with Rogers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely would have been. I would have definitely picked the Packers in that game just because of how um, inconsistent at times you've seen Kansas City. But uh, yeah, I feel like Green Bay 
has been and, and and that conference has been the most consistent. But then again, like you said, last two years they were they were right before the dance. They got they got there, and just wasn't able to get it done and get into the Super Bowl. So uh, will that happen again? We'll see. They got to get. It looks like they're gonna have the number one seed again <laughs> for yeah. the third year, third year, uh, no second year in a row. And we'll see. We'll see how it plays out, man. Um, they, you know, they look good, and like I said, the, I Ram, the, the Rams could I, the Rams could beat them as well. But they, but like you, but what you said about them going back to the run game, they need to do that. They need to establish some type of balance because one of the major one of the major things we said about Stafford in Detroit was that he didn't have a run game. Remember that? Oh. Remember that streak they had of like games played without a hundred hundred yard rusher? You don't want years. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you don't you don't want to go back to that. Um, and I think you know that's McVay's identity. You see Michelle start to play a little bit better here as of late. Uh, it's starting to really pick up the offense and the offensive line is starting to get starting to play better. So if they're balanced, uh, they have they have a shot with anyone, man. So it's, like I said, this this NFC uh, playoff oh run. Oh my god, it's going to be wild. The Eagle backup tight end just got tackled at the legs and did a straight dive onto his head. Oh, I'm about to watch it right now. I'm a little I'm a little behind you, bro. There. There are some tackles, man, because they can't go up high anymore that you see and you just automatically cringe. I don't know how you fix it because at this point, if you say you can't go low either, you're playing two-hand touch. But in a way, man, I almost feel like I'd rather be tackled up high than down low because you're taking my knees out every play, flipping me over onto my head. I'm good, bro. I'd rather get popped in the chest. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. Easier right. to say though when I, you know, <laughs> I get to watch and I'm not, you know, getting nailed by uh, Ray Lewis type people anymore. No, well, no, you've seen you, you've seen players come out and say they'd rather, you know, they'd rather get it up top than in the knees because you know you make your money running. So <laughs> if you lose if you're losing your your knees and your uh, your lower extremities, you know you're not you're not going to be able to play. Period. You get a concussion you're out for a week, tear ACL, you're out for the year. So I've, you know. Any any play any player will take will take the former at any time. Uh, well, over time, you know which one will oh, have yeah. have more of an impact. As we've seen with with some things that come out with the former players and things like that, CTE things like that. Yeah, up, up top definitely. But that's I mean that's that's a sacrifice you make when you decide to play this game. So uh, you make you make your money running. So those guys are definitely rather get hit down, uh, get hit up top. And then also, I mean, I know these guys are coming in really fast, coming in at least, you know, 13, 15 miles per hour, but you gotta you gotta work on tackling too. You gotta, you know, that's that's coach that's coachable. That's coachable. I mean, yes, yes, they're not trying to go for the knees, they're trying to go for that thigh area, but you're coming in so fast, you're not like you're not trying to really be so precise. You're trying to get the you try to get the guy down as quickly as possible. So it's a tricky game, it's a violent game. So <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's that's what you signed it's, up for. It's tough out here, man. Yeah, it is. It is tough out here. Um, all right. I guess we'll go on. We will go over to the Sunday. No, I did it again, bro. The Monday night game. I always night. think it's Sunday. double double header. Yeah, we had the double header on Monday night, and we'll start off with the Vikings and the Bears. Double snoozer. I mean, no, nah, I was gonna say. Like, I really don't have too much to say about this game because <laughs> I should have. I should have went to bed. Like at, at that point, even though it was only like eight o'clock, I should have I should have just went to bed or turned the game off and put on a Christmas song or something to watch. I mean, I mean, this is just hard to watch, bro. And here's my thing too, right? First of all, I know each team got to get their prime time. Listen, I'm 
bro. Bears, one primetime game a year. They get it on Thursday. They get it on Thanksgiving. That's the only time I want to see them on primetime, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> the uh, this had this can't be a good game for the Kirk people, right? The Bears, I, mean, I don't know if you saw the, the graphic they showed in the beginning <laughs> of the game, bro. The Bears cornerbacks combined had like 20 snaps in the NFL because everybody was out for COVID or injury. Right. This man had 87 yards. 87. Listen, I mean. Now, you win the game, so right. I, that's all you can really ask for. But, like, that's who you really want leading the squad in the battle? Could you imagine <laughs> what Aaron Rodgers and Brady and, uh, you know, and all the elite quarterbacks that we think of are doing to a team with uh, starting corners who have combined 20 snaps in the league, bro? Oh, Kirk, he is who he is at this point. I mean, listen, I mean, uh, at Washington, we, we, we know the story over there in Washington. We know how dysfunctional it was over there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you cut him some slack. You cut him some slack on that side. He gets the big contract. And he got tagged, what, three three times in Washington. Yeah. So they, they didn't believe in him. Um, and then, you know, Minnesota took a chance on him. They felt like they could make a run. They felt like they had a good year with, with Keenum. And if they, you know, bring in a guy like Cousins, you know, he could help them make that push you know, to a possible Super Bowl run, and they, ha- they haven't come close at all. Uh, is it all on Kirk? No. But, you know, a good a good percentage of it is. So. One playoff win. Yeah, I mean, like I, <laughs> I was just say, he is who he is, man. You know, he's a solid quarterback. You know, he, he can make plays here and there. Uh, he's, he's been very fortunate that he has some, some really good weapons. Uh, Thielen was out last night, but Justin Jefferson was still out there. They still got some solid guys. Dalvin Cook is out there. Like I said, like I was telling our guy Corey, much like the Browns of New York. I'm not sure. I'm not. Sure. Oh, I might be talking about primetime games, maybe. But oh well, yeah, if we're talking about, I know the Browns deserve some. <laughs> the Giants and the Jets, no, never should ever be on a primetime nah. game ever. <laughs> but yeah, Kirk, <laughs> Kirk, Kirk is just—he's uh, a solid quarterback, man. Definitely not top ten, not even close, and. <laughs> He's going to be – he's good. Like I said, he's good. Can he get you 30 touchdowns a year? Sure. But, I mean, now in, in today's in today's NFL where everything is so quarterback pass driven, that's that's mid. You know, 10, 12 years ago, you had 30, 30 touchdowns. You're like, whoa. That's the okay. MVP. Yeah, yeah. That's a, you know, that's a phenomenal year. But when you got those guys on the outside and you got Cook in the backfield, so he's, you know, he's, he's going to be – he's always going to be on a team. He's always going to be starting somewhere because he's that he's talented enough to get that. But if you're counting on him to, you know, be a guy that could get you into the playoffs and win a Super Bowl, I don't know. I don't. I just don't see it. Ooh, Jalen Hurts with a little bit of a dot. Okay. Top ten, um, Corey, Corey in the chat. Top ten with a heart. Uh, here's my thing, right? And this is the one thing I've always looked at <laughs> Colin Cowherd for. And been like, yo, that was one of the best points you've ever made in sports history, right? He says quarterbacks can either be the the engine of the train, or they can be the caboose. Man, you're either you're either at the front and leading them when you look at Rodgers and Brady their entire career, or you're getting dragged because everything has to be perfect around you. And listen, if you can win 
while being the caboose. Congratulations, man, because you still won. You're going to get your flowers. Listen, I look at Eli as that. You're, 100, 100. I mean, there's no way that Eli was ever the uh, conductor. Although, in those Super Bowls, those last drives, he made some plays. But are they in that position without the defense giving up, you know, 10 points to the greatest offense in NFL history and, you know, 17 points to another great offense? So, you know, you know what I mean. But there's there's just some players that, like, even, even here, like, I think, I think Baker should be able to stay in Cleveland because I think they were very – they forget very quickly that they had like 55 quarterbacks in a 20 year span. So I think Baker should stay there, but he's still the caboose. He ain't listen. He's, I don't think he's, I don't think he's out there being the driving force of winning you games. Right. But that's the thing. When the situation is good around you and you can make enough plays to win the game. Listen, it's the NFL. You're going to get, you're going to get your flowers and you're going to, and you're going to play. So it's never the thing of he shouldn't be a, a player in the NFL. Like, listen, if you want to, you want to talk about about not being able to quarterback in the NFL, bro. Go list like fifteen quarterbacks, you know, 15, 20 quarterbacks, and then list the rest of it and see how much of a cliff it falls off of. Because it, it's very hard to be a quarterback. So of course he is, but it's it's just the thing of is the is the player going to drag you there or is he going to be the one that's not making the mistake to get you there? Yeah, it, uh, I guess we could just transition right to Raiders, Raiders Browns because it's yeah. kind of it kind of falls into the same thing. Uh, even though Baker was out la- uh, last night uh, because of COVID, and Case Keenum was out as well because of health and safety protocols. It's tricky. It's tricky. I get what you're saying. Yes, you know they, you know they they should be humbled a little bit because they haven't had a lot of consistent quarterback play in the. You know, since what Bernie Kosar <laughs> and Bill, Bill Belichick was there, <laughs> ninety-five. You know what I'm saying? This is like I, when I was one. But yeah, I wasn't uh, even a thought process yet. <laughs> exactly. So I get you, but you know this team is much more talented than anything they've had in the last thirty years too, outside oh, of the quarterback. So if they feel like they could go get a guy. Like like a Deshaun, I remember. The, I remember there were discussions last year. Like, oh, is the you know would, See, would you take where, would you take Deshaun? That's where I'll draw the line with you. That's okay. where I'll draw the right. line okay. with you because so, yeah. because if you can go out and get somebody established, I'm fine with it. But, but you gotta make but you gotta make sure you get it because if you don't and then you get Baker, it's like, and he's already a you know a high you know character. Well, he's he's really the guy that's wears his heart on his sleeve. You should put it that way. So if you if you if you want to go out and you want to put the Mermans out there like yo we're gonna go get Deshaun we're gonna go get Russell you better make sure you go get them because if you don't then you then you have to then you okay okay let's go back to Baker we love you again and it may not that love might not be the same because he feels like oh you you know you, you betrayed him or you let him down so I don't know personally me he's probably gonna get the cousins treatment he's probably gonna get oh, tagged yeah. oh, he's probably yeah. gonna get tagged um, or these or or he might take a reasonable deal where he takes less money. But either one, one or the other, because again, look at Dak got tagged two years in a row before he got the bread. So yeah. it's like he's not—he's not gonna get Josh Allen type money. He's not gonna get you know maybe Lamar Jackson type money. We'll see. Um, we'll see if he gets the type of contract Josh Allen got. I don't know. Um, you know, he might get the pass this year because of the injuries around that entire roster. Um, so he might—he might get that pass, which I think he deserves. But 
You saying what? Corey saying what? I'm not sure what you're saying. What you, bro? I guess the Lamar money. Because you said, said maybe not getting Josh Allen money instead of Lamar money. Because I'm sure he thinks Lamar's going to get more than Josh. Uh, no, Lamar's can't... getting paid. We know that, Corey. Come on, son. No, I'm saying, I'm saying he's. I said, is he going to get? Is he going to get the type of money 45 annually? I don't know. Baker, how? I don't know. You saying yes? Okay. So I think I'm we'll saying no. Nah, yeah, Baker, no. Yeah, Baker, no. Nah. That's what I'm saying. Baker's going to probably get – he's probably going to get franchise tied. Oh, no, he thinks you're saying that Lamar not getting paid. No, I'm saying Lamar's going to get paid, but I'm saying how – I'm saying how much. Like, how much is – what? what's – what's? is he going to be I think he'll. Ballpark? I think he'll get the same – I think he might get more than Josh just because of the time he signed his contract at. It's I, – I don't think – even if you think – and listen, we can go back and forth of who's better 85 times – Right, right. Yeah. No, it's, it's, not really, it's just about the market, right? Yeah, it's the part of when you get paid. Josh took a deal a year earlier, so now Lamar's people are going to say, "Oh, well, that's what he got in our same draft class." Blah blah blah. So we want this, and then it's just the same. Like nobody, nobody is getting Mahomes money. I think. I don't think Lamar gets that. Nah, nah only one that's going to get Mahomes money in the near future is going to be Herbert. Yes, Herbert's going to get it. the Brinks truck. And the key to four knocks, for sure. Yeah, that's about it. Um, you know, two. What what, what did uh, Allen get? Two hundred fifty-eight mil. I don't Something know. I like know that. he's in the forties. I think right. Four. Yeah, he's probably he's probably in the forties annually. Yeah, but the, yeah, the main contract. So yeah, Lamar probably gets something around that ballpark. Um, but yeah, but for, uh, again, like I said, for Baker, nah, I don't see I don't see it happening in terms of getting that type of money. No, you know he has been hurt. He struggled with some injuries this entire year. He has been banged up. Uh, I definitely see a tag in the near future for for Mayfield. See, here's the thing with the Browns, too, like going back to the point that you originally said, is I don't have a problem going out and getting a quarterback if you're trying to upgrade a a place like Cleveland who who haven't had a quarterback in forever, like you said, if you you go out and get somebody established. I think I have more of a problem with it if they're going to go into the draft and take a risk. Because oh. at that point it's like at that point it's like all right you just had Baker, and now you're going to go into the draft and try and draft another quarterback. When how's that worked out for you the past oh, you know, no, forty five no. years other than Baker? So like if they can trade for Watson, I would get I would give I would pack Baker's bags for him if they could get Deshaun or or Russell. But like you said, <laughs> they also have to get them because at that point when those rumors come out and then all of a sudden you don't get him. You know, Baker, he, he's already voiced displeasure before. You know, I remember that one time he came out and said something about the training staff and, you know, he's or the recent things about how the NFL is handling COVID. And, you know, he, he's, he's you know. Very vocal guy, yeah. Yeah, he's never Always. had a problem saying what he thought. Always. Always works hard on his sleeve. So, uh, yeah, that's it's just they need to execute that if, if, if it were to happen. Uh, Burrow, maybe Cincinnati or Chiefs. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bur- yeah, it's, yeah, Mike, Mike Brown. Uh, yeah, very cheap. It was very cheap over the years. So they might not give him that deal, but they sh- they definitely should. They definitely should. But, you know, we'll find out. Only time is going to tell us the stories of those two. But we move on to, you know, CJ, it's a shock because they got shut out. But in my eyes, it's almost not a shock that they won. Like, if they won this game, I wouldn't have been shocked. Because, bro. Saints own the Bucks and Brady. Like this defense is giving him 
problems out the Wu Tang, bro. Like, <laughs> they got they can't do. I mean, they scored zero points. It's the first time he's been shut out in 15 years. And and also Nick, Nick Saban and the Dolphins, 2006. Yeah, that but was that was a road night. game, right? I believe so. Yes, it was because Miami, I, yeah. I I don't know if it's true, but I also heard someone say that it was the first time in his career he got shut out at home. And yeah, I, I think yeah, I think that game against Saban was um, was in Miami. Yeah, I just can't believe, bro, that twenty two years in his career he never got shut out at home. I mean, he's the goat, like, <laughs> bro. That was, listen, that, was even, that was even before he, he's the goat. But I mean, I'm sure Jordan had an overnight. And that, and that was also that was also before. I mean, he already had three bowls by then, but that was before people was like, okay, like. That was before the rant. That was before they got Moss and all those guys. That's the 2006. Yeah. So, um, shocker, shock. But yeah, yeah. Continue. Go ahead. And you know, the thing I look at this game is too. Of course, I, I think that this is where, and it almost you know kind of goes into the Packer game as well, where everybody's like, oh well, there goes the MVP because you know uh, Brady uh, got shut out against the Saints or whatever, and Rodgers went into Arizona and won without you know 11 starters or whatever. And here's my thing, right? I find Rodgers' win very impressive. I do. I, like, how can you not? But I think there's also a very big difference between practicing all week, knowing 11 people aren't going to start, and then going into your game. And by the second quarter, you went from Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Leonard Fournette to Tyler Johnson and Scotty Miller. Like, it, it was, it was, it was crazy because they weren't doing too much you know, even with them in the game. But once they left, I was like, oh, there's no shot. Like, mm. once Mike Evans and Godwin went down, I was like, oh, there's no way. Like, there's no way. There's no way what? They, they're going to win or score? No, no nothing they're going to win. I, okay. I still <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, for them to still get shut out without, I mean, it's like. No, I, the getting shut out part is something that sticks in my head because I, I just can't believe it happened. But I, I definitely didn't think that there was much of a chance for them to win. Uh, but it's just, and you know, just listening to like ESPN and all the things and the stuff that gives the Bucks problems with the Saints is that they have a bunch of people that can win one-on-one -on -one battles. And, you know, obviously when there's usually that one player on the defense, you can go, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll double. It'll say Cam Jordan is the only one that could get pressure. All right, fine. You double-team Cam Jordan, he's out of the game. Doesn't matter. But for the Saints, it was, you know, they had pressure in Brady's face all night. There were no – I mean, you look at some of the the routes the receivers were running – Bro, nobody's open. Nobody. And the other problem that they have as well is, you know, Malcolm Jenkins, who was a cornerback at one point, you know, former Eagle, and now he, you know, he's on the Saints now and everything. Back on the Saints, yep. Yeah, and it, he can cover Gronk, man. Like, he has the speed. He has the size to do it. So, it, it was just – that's like that's their matchup man like so there are some teams that match up well with others and you know it's like the same thing it's like you know i if i'm the chargers i wouldn't want to play the you know i mean i know they beat the browns earlier in the year but like all right fine if i'm the chargers i don't want to play the colts chargers have a bad run defense and the colts the only thing they do is run the ball like that's a bad matchup if the chargers play a different team i'd probably pick the Chargers to win almost against and almost against any other team but with the saints and the bucks it's like they have people that can win one-on-one -on -one battles against, you know, their offensive linemen. And you look at Tristan Wurst, man, who was probably 
not even rookie wise one of the, but one of the best tackles in football last year i think he i think he gave up like two pressures the entire year last year like he was unbelievable dude got bodied in this game like he was getting destroyed in this game so you have them losing one on one matches up front you have you know your two wide receivers get out of the game so now you have Tyler Johnson people like Scotty Miller who the corners are just locking down. And then obviously you're going to go look at Gronk and be like, all right, my safety blanket. Thank God you're here. And it's like, never mind, Malcolm Jenkins is there. So it's just a bad matchup, man. Yeah, it's a bad matchup. It's a really bad matchup. They get into the playoffs. It's going to be, yeah, ready daggers 100%. They do a great job. Listen, Dennis Allen, man, I, I mean, uh, I haven't really heard his name and. And uh, these head coaching jobs coming up, but he—I mean—I feel like this game right here definitely is going to put him in the discussion. If you're one of these uh, billionaire owners, when you need a guy, or you need a defensive-minded head coach that with the ability to try to stop these high-powered offenses that we've seen uh, over the last, you know, four or five years, he's—he's he's definitely going to—he's definitely going to have. I think he's going to have a job this this coming off season because personnel-wise, like you said, they match up extremely well. Uh, against the Buccaneers, for one, you could put Lattimore on Mike Evans. Lattimore is six six one, six two, physical. He can match his physicality. And Mike Evans, you know, he likes to be physical. He likes to yeah. use his size. And and like you said, you could throw Malcolm Jenkins on Gronk. They don't have a lot of speed. I mean, their speedy guys aren't their best receivers. You know, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, those guys aren't their best. Those aren't their best guys. That's where Antonio Brown. He's a speedy guy, and, and, he's, and he's the best possession guy. After the game? Oh, well, of course. I mean, especially now, Godwin tearing his, tearing his ACL um, and being out for the season, that's tough. That's a tough loss on a, on a hit where, again, like we talked about. I mean, people said yeah, it was cool. dirty, but it's like – I mean, listen, man, it's so easy to say, you know, but when you're in the in the battle, in the play, you're not – you're just trying, you're trying to get the guy down. So, uh, you know, people call it dirty. It's just tough. It's just football. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I don't. I don't think he was intentionally trying to like you know, yeah. you know, end his season. You know what I mean? But um, but yeah. So yeah, you could you could throw you could throw Lattimore on Evans. You could throw Jenkins on Gronk. Gardner Johnson's done a really solid job. They have a lot of other really good corners that match up well. And 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 those and Godwin Evans. Those are they're they're possessed Gronk. They're possession type receivers. They like to use their physicality, get to the spot. Brady throws the dot. Here we go. If you if you're disrupting the rhythm of Brady, and you got Davenport and and Cam Jordan getting the time, and and you get him off his rhythm, you're gonna you gotta take him down, and and, and he's gonna get sacked. He's gonna get pressured. He's gonna start dancing in there. And that's always been the formula to stop him. Talk about those Giants teams. They did a, they did the best job of that um, during those Super Bowl time during those Super Bowl games. Um, against Tom, so uh, Eagles did a great job of that. I um, mean, all three of his losses. That, that's why. I mean, even though against the Eagles, he threw five hundred yards, took an L. Right, Thanks, but then, Bill sitting, sitting, Malcolm, uh, Butler. True, for but no then that, reason. But then that last drive, you know, Brandon Graham got some pressure, uh, and and Brady fumbled, and that was it. It was clipped after that. No, no game winning drive. So. Uh, that's 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 the formula. That's the that's the formula to beating the Buccaneers. I mean, I feel like they have they're the only team that can really do that. You got to have the right personnel to do that. And you know, if they get so, it's just their offense is so bad. You know, quarterback. I don't want to say a, a quarterback is so yeah. 
is so no, bad. I mean, I if they say, had, I'd say offense besides running backs. If 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 Jameis was there, you got it. You you, you they'd be a threat. I mean, you got to you got to give Sean Payton a, a lot of credit. No Michael Thomas, your number one guy. Call him Slant Boy all you want, but I mean, <laughs> dude was dude was catching 100, 120 a pop when he was healthy. So <laughs> you know what I mean. So he's doing something right. He was a slant every every play. Then fuck it, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> but. <laughs> It was working. 1,500 yards is 1,500 yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah, it was working. So, you know, you don't have him. Then uh, you Kamara have Kamara. out for a little Kam- bit. Yep, Kamara's in and out, was in and out of the lineup. Then Jameis goes down with the ACL. Simeon plays and, you know, kind of treads water. Then uh, Taysom Hill comes in and just he has solid moments. And then his moments where he looks like, you know, he, should, he shouldn't be out there in the center. So – Sean Payton, you gotta you gotta give tip his hat for them to even be straight, Michael Strahan. It's, it's a guy, bro. It's definitely a guy. Uh, you got you gotta give uh, Sean Payton a lot of credit for the work he's done uh, for this first year post Drew Brees. Um, and if they can somehow get in this playoffs and, and they see Tampa Bay, it's, it's going to be tough because even in that divisional game, Brady was struggling. It's just Drew Brees made more mistakes. Remember they had the Jared Cook fumble. Did he throw like four interceptions? He threw two interceptions and then Jared Cook fumbled. So they had three turnovers in that game. But Brady didn't definitely didn't play his best game. That was probably his worst game of the playoffs. Nah, I got uh, last year. Well, but he had a good first half against Green. Yeah, Bay. but he tried selling. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, he in that second half through through picks. Yeah, he was definitely selling. But I mean, throughout the course of the game, you know, Brady had a couple of good drives here and there against New Orleans, but it wasn't. It wasn't stellar by any means. You know, they were really running the ball. Leonard Fournette was doing his thing. Leonard Fournette now out with the hamstring. They just picked up Le'Veon Bell. I mean, it's a nice name, but he hasn't really done much in the last two, three years. So uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I see a lot of Ronald Jones getting a lot of the carries. He's he's struggled. He's had some some fumbling issues here in certain key moments. So, you know, how how is he able to, uh, you know, excel in that in that new role? It kind of being the primary back now. We'll see. Getting Antonio Brown back is huge. It's just, yeah, it's a big time pickup. It's, it's such a luxury to have to get it, to get him back of all things. Like you, you lose, you lose Chris Galvin, and then you get AB <laughs> as your replacement. Like like wow, you know. So um, AB is is one of the best, and he you know he could kind of do some things where you look at that game last year when they were. Uh, when they got blasted by the Saints on Sunday Night Football, thirty-five to three or something like that, the only one, only receiver that was do, playing well was Antonio Brown. That was like yeah. a second week there, <laughs> and then in the offense. So that's going to be a big pickup. He's able to stay healthy, able to keep his mind right, make the right decisions off the field. That's the you hardest know? part. Yeah, that, that's the hard. It seems to be the hardest part <laughs> for him. Um, you know, he's going to be successful, and Brady's going to lean on him a lot. So you know, this loss was a it was a was a big loss for for Tampa Bay, in my opinion. Um, because for them to get shut out at home, you know, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And uh, you got to get a credit to Dennis Allen coming in, playing head coach for for a week when Sean Payton's out with COVID. And, guys, I mean, again, this team, this team is really good. I mean, they have a really good roster. It's just that guy in the center is not it right now. And if you're, you know, if you're Mickey Loomis and those guys in the front office, like, again, same, if you're looking at Russell Wilson and, you know some of these other guys that could be available. I'm 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 going after it because you, you, it's only it's only but so long you get a window like this of having a really good defense. Defense's window is much smaller than obviously a quarterback's window. Oh so yeah, well, might, Boom was supposed to be the next defense for the next ten years. Right. They only they lasted about three. three yeah, three good ones. Yep. And then the guys started getting hurt, and then 
everything went downhill from there. So and Earl Thomas out here flipping off Pete Carroll. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everything. It, it's just spiraled out of control. So uh they need to go get a, a quarterback that they, they need to go get a really good a good quarterback, consistent guy um that can help them win some games. If they're able to do that, they're gonna give Brady some fits before he hangs it up for sure. And in the NFC. Well, you know, we speak of the NFC, and I guess we should go to the leader of said NFC, and that was the Packers and the Ravens game. And listen, I know we could talk about the game, but I, I'm, I'm CJ. I want to skip to the end, bro. I got to. <laughs> it. Listen, first of all, Huntley, man, might be playing himself into a, into a job somewhere. Now I don't know where that is, but it's possible that the man is playing himself into a job for sure. Um, but here's my thing, right? You you go down the field, you score, cut the game to seven. Your defense comes back onto the field. They get a stop against Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, you know, everybody. And, and not only a stop, but they barely even moved that possession. And then you come back onto the field as an offense your backup quarterback who has kept you in this game and not only kept them in the game, but like I said, very, very possibly can win this game. You score the touchdown. Bro, can we please stop with the going for two stuff? Like, I understand Harbaugh. Oh, yeah, I want to trust my players. Bro, if you ask your player anything, he's going to say go for two. He's going to say go for it. It's the exact same thing of um, what's it called? Oh, are you injured? No, I'm good. Right, right. No, you're not. Especially so, for like concussions type too. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, go win the game. Yeah. They're, they're going to say, let's try and win the game. Bro. And then here's my other thing. What kind of play call is that? And you know, and just listening to people talk about Please it, play it on stream. Of course, go win the game. <laughs> uh, hearing people talk about the play call too, the popular thing saying that is, "Oh, you cut off half, half the field." No, you didn't. You cut off two thirds of the field because mm. you you were passing it to Mark Andrews, no matter what. So wherever Mark Andrews ran is where the field was cut off. And he runs to the exact pie line of, of the football, of, of the end zone, I should say. So you had about five yards to make a throw. So first, and, and here's the other thing too. The, the touchdowns that they had scored recently were with Huntley running around and, and making plays. Man looked like Jamar Laxon out there. Jamar Laxon. I'm crying. So, <laughs> and, and here's the other thing too, right? This is probably where the backup, you know, quarterback thing comes into play. I don't know if you looked at that play again, James or CJ. Bro, this man, Hollywood, wide open in the back. Wide open. Throwing his hands in the air like he just don't care. And I understand that you probably went to that huddle and said, listen, you're only allowed to throw it to Mark Andrews. You know, sometimes you got to look up, bro. Yeah. Yeah, listen. Uh, I've seen Corey saying on a, on a color cast, uh, please play it on stream. Now the argument is the play. Play calling was the issue. Not going for it. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was both. I think it was I, both. I, man. I, no, I, listen. I, the play call is terrible, so it just adds on to the problem. But going yeah. forward, is still stupid. Yeah, Gut, I, analytics, whatever you want. I don't care. I know. I, I know they've been decimated with injuries, and you you know you don't want to lose guys. Continue to lose guys as you're going later into the season. I, I get it, um, but I mean it's it's not like you have a. The, the, for me, it's like you got you have you have Tucker. You have the best kicker in in, in the league. So just kick kick the point kick the point after, and and just see what happens. You know the defense played solid. Uh, you know for them to come back, they were down fourteen, and then they came back, and like you said, Huntley had the two touchdowns. So just run it back, and then yeah, and then the play on top of that, it was bad. I, I'm really not a fan of those rollouts, oh, especially in, especially in the red in the red zone in the red zone. There, it's terrible. It's terrible. You see a lot of college teams do that, um, but in the NFL, it's just it's just not. It's not a great formula for success, and and if you're just gonna go to your primary read off that rollout, and there's not a there's not a secondary route. You said Hollywood was open. I did see the replay; he was open, but you know, for him him rolling, he's probably if he wants to get a good throw, he's probably gonna have to stop and then throw it, and then who knows? You maybe a defender gets there in time, and you know they you know he hasn't been great in terms of clutch catching uh, this year for for Hollywood, so. I'm, and that's what I'm saying. You know, all those variables go into play where if you just kicked it and go to overtime, you know, we're not, you know, that doesn't happen. So um, it's just tough for the Ravens, bro. Where it looked like, you know, they had, they had the the North locked up easy, even despite some, right, you know, some losses. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, you know, if, yeah, if things really spot out of control, they, yeah, they could definitely miss the playoffs. So um, they had, they had two opportunities to kick the PAT playing the OT and, you know, they try to go for the win. I, I like the moxie. I like the confidence of John Harbour. I mean, but you're confident in your team that's decimated with injuries. If they got Dobbins and all these guys and playing out there and they're out there, then cool. But the team doesn't have anybody out there that that a lot of those guys are not even going to be on the team, you know, <laughs> next year. You know, the dude that was covering Devontae Adams on a touchdown had barely played. Uh, he was just – they got him off the street. So, uh, I mean, listen, I, I know Harbour is a confident guy. You know, he's a Super Bowl winning head coach. But for me, per me personally, I would I would have kicked the the PAT and played for overtime. Uh, you can't pick and choose when you want to use analytics. I mean, I'm not picking and choosing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I said, yeah, I think I know he means I he means the franchise. And listen, if oh, that's oh. your argument for using analytics ever, I'm good. I'm Falcon, good, bro. Falcons on the fourth and inches instead of sneaking it, pitch it backwards seven yards. That's dumb. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the thing. I mean, if you go with analytics, you got to make sure the play call is right. You know what I mean? So it's like it's just even more pressure on on a team that on on these guys calling the plays in certain situations. So it's a tricky game. It's a tricky game you play when you play the analytic game. You know, it does help in certain situations. I'm not I'm just good. I'm not completely discrediting it, uh, discredit it, but uh, it's 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 tough. It's tough, man. And for the Ravens, you know, you could. You could say it's two L's. They they got two L's because of it, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens in the rest of the season. We'll see how if Lamar can stay healthy. Um, his injury status should be back next week with the ankle sprain, not a high ankle sprain. They're just saying it's an ankle sprain. So uh, it's a lot on the line for that team right now. I know they've been decimated with injuries, so a lot of a lot of fans will probably look at it as a as a pass or, or pass year. But it's just uh, tough tough for Baltimore. But Green Bay they had to execute. They had to get the stop. Eric Stoltz made a good play. Corey said the safety came down, made it made a solid play as well. Uh, it's 
listen, they almost folded the game. And it would have been a whole different discussion about how yeah, Aaron Rodgers lost to a backup quarterback. You know what I mean? But uh, they, they, they made the play on defense in that two-point conversion, and, and now they're 11-3. and three. So That's my – listen, I don't know. I, I've never been analytical. I think it's vastly overrated. Um, here's my thing. You should – the analytics should be – saying okay if we do this this is what's going to happen this is the chances of blah, blah 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 whatever i should be able to look at that and then make a decision not oh we're an analytical team so that's what we're going to do no matter what i think i think te- i think teams probably do the do what you said first i think some some the good ones i think the good ones the good teams do the good teams do i i don't know man. if you just if, you, if you're just playing play, yeah I if you're just playing just strictly off you know analytics then I don't. I don't think that's the formula for success because there there is just situational football and the game itself and how things are going on. Um, so just to but go straight my, to the numbers is not always too. the best thing. Here's my thing too. So you're going for two, whatever, because you, you know you want to win the game at that moment. Why wouldn't you go in? All right. So you go for two, right? You don't get it. You know. You now know. You automatically just lost the game. Automatically. So you're giving yourself a 50-50, right? Why wouldn't you kick it going extra, uh, going overtime, and then there's a chance that anything can happen other than one play deciding an entire game? That's what doesn't make any sense to me. Like, this is not a situation where they were – obviously, they have to go for two. They're down two, so they have to do it, and then you lose the game, okay? Right, right, right. But you're going for two. And here's, here's another factor to get into it, right? There's 45 seconds left. Aaron Rodgers has a timeout against that defense that, you know, you obviously have no faith in because if you had faith in your defense, you're, you're kicking the extra point. So you have no faith in your defense and you're giving Aaron Rodgers 45 seconds and a timeout to just get in the field goal range. How many times has he done that? I don't know. 50. So I, I don't, hey, listen, you, so you can situational, sit here and try man. and convince me. You can sit here and try and convince me however much you want. That is so stupid. <laughs> it is. It will never make any sense to me. If you're, if this game was 45-45, then it makes sense because that obviously means no team has ever gotten a stop. Your team literally just got a stop against Aaron Rodgers in this offense to put you back onto the field, and you go down and score. What happens if the Ravens won the coin toss? They could have never even given the ball back to the Packers. Ever. That's true. Corey says in the color cast chat, if I told you you will win 52% of the time, every time you do it. There's that that's what well, the numbers say that if you go for two in that situation, you'll win 52%. I mean, that's like almost, I mean, that's literally almost 50-50, though, bro. This is like 40 it's a 48% chance you're not gonna get it. So it's like it's like two percent or 50-50. So it's, it's just it's like this is 50-50 chance, really. Um yeah, it's tough. It's like I said, it's situational, man. It's all situational. Listen, I, I you know, I, if the Ravens somehow miss the playoffs, you know, that's two it, games that they've lost. By the yeah, way, two. that's 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 all people are gonna talk about. I, I know, I know. Maybe the numbers are gonna, you know, say what they want to say. I get it, but <laughs> if I'm not picking and choosing. I'm saying the analytics are stupid. There, I chose. <laughs> if the if the if the if the Ravens miss the playoffs, bro, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna talk about those two those two plays right there, man. Hands down. 
Um, and uh, it's just a, just a tough, tough situation. Just- going for it on fourth down is completely different than going for it with zero seconds basically on the clock and you need it to win the game. I'm sorry, bro. That is completely different in my eyes. They beat the Chiefs that way. Yeah, like I said, I mean, listen, bro. Like, <laughs> I, just because just because it was successful doesn't mean I agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't that's it? All the same, that's still completely different to me. So I have to agree to disagree. To some, two percent is good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some to some, yes. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's transition to the Falcons and the 49ers. Uh, just another dominant performance. The 49ers are eight and six. I remember in the beginning of the season, I think we were there, like one and three, one and four, or something like that. Definitely not good. I'll tell you that. Yeah, definitely not good. People were saying, you know, it's time to put Lance in there. Let's see what the young guy could do. And, you know, Garoppolo gets healthy. And, and here they are. Here they, the whole <laughs> entire team is healthy. Here they are. Joey, I'm sorry, Joey, not Joey, but Nick Bosa off the ACL is having a hell of a year. Uh, people put people putting Parsons, TJ Watt. I mean, he's right. He, he has to be right there. He has to be right there. And in the discussion for defensive player of the year, um, I think he has 15 sacks easily cut. Most definitely comeback player of the year. Oh, uh, I think yeah. a, lot, a lot of people, a lot of people had Dak, but yeah. I think, I, I think, been I, mid. yeah, he's been, yeah, he's been mid over the last month, month and a half or so. So I think, I think you got to give it to Bosa. Got to give it to Bosa. 15 and a half sacks coming off the ACL. Uh, just, just, like, just having an excellent, excellent year. Offensive line is stout. Debo, Debo Samuel's just like, what is he? A running back, a wide receiver? Doesn't matter. Wherever you put him, he's gonna make plays. He's been as you know, a, a extreme weapon for them uh, in in the 49er offense. And they're playing good football. Two games above 500. You know, we expected three out of three to four out of these teams, three out of four of these teams to to be really good in this division. And uh, it's re- it's really playing that way. I mean, even though the the the, uh, the Cardinals have struggled, they've lost two in a row. But you know, it's still it's still a solid football team. They ten and four, they're in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they they're going to be in. And you know, I mean, well, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen in this Rams Seattle game. But if Seattle somehow wins this one, I uh, believe that game is ended. Uh, I will tell you right now. Okay. Uh, Twenty to ten, Rams took the took the win. Took that one. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, if Russell Russell missed what three four games, Oh, uh, yeah, with the Probably. with the uh, with the finger. So I mean, that division that division is is stout, man. That division is is really good, and I think for the 49ers to be here now, they got a couple games left, three games left, and they they're, they're playing they're playing really good. They're playing good. I, I don't I don't think a lot of teams want to see them come playoff time. I I, I really don't. What's your thoughts I'm on going. this one? Well, we, well, actually, what's your thoughts on the Niners and how do you see them? Uh, come in, in, in this playoff race, man. I mean, you know, we talked you about know, some of the other teams. I was gonna say, I was right on the verge of it, CJ. I, I think you'll wholeheartedly agree with me. And, and honestly, this might be one of the best points I've made in the history of the show <laughs> 49ers, NFC Colts. Yeah, I think Garoppolo, yeah, but yeah, I think Garoppolo is better than, than Wentz. Oh, yeah, same on. identity. Oh no! I'm I'm yeah, I know you're taking your bro. guy, but I mean, listen, bro. I mean, we'll get to the game, but if you know, if we don't turn the ball over three times, what are we talking about? When we talk about Carson. We can talk about Jonathan Taylor rush for over 100 yards, and Carson Wentz only had 50, 57 yards passing the football. 
You know what I mean? So I gotta stick with my guy, bro. No, I my feel identity. you. Bro. My I, identity, man. <laughs> I feel you, bro. But you know, he, you know, he's he's all right. He's all right. But Garoppolo did take them to a bowl. Um, they lost, but he did get them there. And he's the reason they lost. <laughs> oh, he's the reason they lost. Yeah, sure, sure. You can say that. Um, well, listen, a quarterback or not. I think this is literally the NFL. Same yeah, yeah, they have the same identity for sure. That's what they they're want to do. Play, the same they're going to play solid defense. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to pray to Jesus or any God above that their quarterback doesn't make a mistake to to ruin what they've been doing so far. Yeah, they play, when they have when they have a lead, they play well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But when they when they don't have a lead, it's it's kind of like you know people say Patriots too. You know, with Mac and things like that. If they don't have a lead. Can Garoppolo is Garoppolo the guy to you know carry them and, and get get them out of a funk if they're down you know 14 17 points you know do they stick to the same game plan to get them to tie it up do you do you rely on Garoppolo to throw the ball 40 something times to, to win the game that's going to be the question that's a little uh, dicey right and it's, 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 I mean it's the same thing with the Wait, ghosts. stop it stop it Wentz was 13 and three. He was, 13, he was 13 and three. He was 13 and three. Nah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was. He was. Man was going to win the MVP. Nick ain't carry him to nothing. Yeah. It's, 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 such, it's such a weird, such a weird dynamic for that, bro. So, and I then he got, then he get, they gave that man a statue. Bro. Then he gets, I mean, you have to. It's, the, it's, the, it's, their, first, it's their first championship ever. Bro, got but to. imagine. All right, all right, hold on. Those are fully special, on. though, right? See, see, yeah. Right, so I mean, that's, all right, that's no, like, no, all right, but CJ, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Imagine you work somewhere, right, and you're married for like seven years, right? You get a divorce. You come in the next month because they gave you a month's vacation for doing such great work, and your ex-wife got a statue in your office. Come on, bro. Come on. I mean, I, listen, I, I get it. I get it. They couldn't have made a statue of an eagle flying with a ring? Come on. Ah. <laughs> he said no. Nah. Nah, they were with it, bro. They wanted to do that Philly special. That was that was what that was a big play. That's that's gonna go down in history for them, bro. Gotta you gotta make that a statue. You had to. Uh but you know, again, once he got, he got an opportunity to get a statue over there in Lucas Oil, man. If he plays better than how he played on Saturday, so Next Peyton Manning, of course. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> let's try to get the but, luck first. Like before we get the Peyton. Nah, you know, let's try to yeah, right. let's try to reach right. luck. Maybe Phillip first. Maybe last oh, year Phillip. Come on. Hey, come I'm just on. saying. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Hey, if he wins one playoff game, he's better than he passes Phillip, right? Hey, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Okay. Definitely. You know, Phillip Rivers called a legend. Um, but yeah, I think the 49ers are a team that nobody really wants to play. This is the type of football that a lot of teams play in December and January that nobody else likes. You know, we see it across the league. You know, the the Packers have Aaron Jones and, and AJ Dillon. They can they can start running the ball now in these you know ten degree weather games where you're you can't feel your fingers and nobody wants to catch a rock hard ball. Um, you look at the Patriots all those years. You know, back when they had Legarrette Blunt and. You know, people of that nature where they could run the ball and just pound it, and, and you know, other teams would tire out. Uh, it, it's just a situation like that where I think if the 49ers are going to keep playing this way, it's it's exactly what we said, CJ. It really is. It's are they gonna 
Are they going to play well enough on defense and run the ball well enough that Jimmy doesn't have to make a mistake? And if they play that way, they're going to be I, like this is. I, I wouldn't want to play them. Like, why would you? <laughs> this is a team that's going to beat you up in the trenches and then just try and wear you down because you keep running the ball. Let me tell you something. That fourth quarter rolls around. You got defenders, you know, breathing through their breathing in the uh, oxygen masks. So that's the type of team the 49ers want to be. And Shanahan knows that. So do I, how deep of a playoff run can they make? Listen, this year, anything, I have no idea this year, anything can happen. So do I think they do? Probably not. You know, I think they run into a, I think they run into a Packer team or a, or a buck team that I think that, you know, because listen, they play the box. That's the best run defense in the league and they run the ball. So that's, that's what we talked about earlier, you know, in the show with matchups. So it, yep. it's, it's all, you know, depending on who they play, but I think the 49ers are obviously going to get, I think they're going to get into the playoffs. Uh, and I think they have a chance to win a game. I mean, why not? You know, let me, let me do a little research here. CJ. I'm a little curious at the NFL playoff picture at the moment. Let's take a little gander here. I'm clicking on the link as we speak. Maybe the and fifth we, seed. They are the sixth seed. Sixth seed. So right now they're they're playing the Bucks. It's a hell of a game. That's a that's a one and done in my eyes. The the car, the Forty Nineers want to run the ball and the Bucks hold everybody to like five yards rushing a game. I know that's a hell of a game though, bro. I don't know, man. I I would have the Bucks by. I gotta 15. see. I gotta see how these next these next couple games play out, man. Because uh, if they if the 49ers keep trending here and the Bucks are like you know here, well the Bucks play the Panthers twice in the Jets, so I think they might move up to like yeah. two. Yeah, they're probably. So then maybe yeah. hey maybe the 49ers then play the uh, play the Cowboys maybe. That's a, that's a great game, man. I would like a Cowboy 49er game. That'd be good. I would be rooting my heart out for the uh, 49ers. That's a great game. That's a great wild card game right there, bro. We we got some good games in the wild card, potentially. Like, if it stays – like, it it literally can't stay this way because the Patriots and Bills are going to play this week. But, like, right right right. now the matchups would be Patriot-Bills, Titans-Chargers – Bengals and Colts, and then on the mm. NFC side, it would be Cowboys, Vikings, Bucks, 49ers, Cardinals, Rams. That'd be Cardinals, fun. Rams, part three. I'm for that. That would be fun, man. I'm for that. Yeah, those, yeah, those sound like some really good games. Either way you slice it, I think. Uh, oh, just hopefully, you know, these there's no, uh, you know, COVID doesn't get in the way. Of these, oh, I know, man. That's the thing. That's the I way. feel like that's that's what's gonna deter you know the excitement. It's a great equalizer. Yeah, yeah, for real. Seriously, that's that's gonna deter the excitement for these matchups because on paper those because like even out. right now the the Chiefs just put uh, Kelsey Hill and their kicker on COVID. So then they have to play the the Steelers, who if they have all those players, I'm picking the Chiefs without them. You know, the Steelers defense is not bad, first of all. Yeah, Steelers defense has been carrying this whole team, bro. Yeah, I saw the game. It was like Najee had like 12 yards. I was like, bro, in the whole game? <laughs> I was like, shit. That, that, old, that old line is might be the 32nd ranked in the NFL. 
Yo, bro. That offense is wow. You got Claypool out here, you know, celebrating first downs, and I, uh, it's a mess. But 49ers have a chance. Falcons, terrible. Move on. Yeah, we got the Bengals and the Broncos next. Uh, this game was was really close uh, throughout the entire game. Teddy went out with the injury. Prayers up to Teddy. Um, man, can't rip, catch a break, bro. Yeah, can't can't catch a break, man. Um, they, you know, they're right there as well in the mix. Seven and seven. Broncos definitely needed this dub. I was watching. I was looking at the score, watching the game a little bit. Like Broncos got to find a way to win this game. I mean, Bengals have to find a way to win this game somehow. Yeah. Uh, especially with the Ravens losing, how they lost. Uh, they had they had to, they had to, and they did. And you got to give them a lot of credit. Nobody's gonna remember the stats as long as you got the dub. So uh, they they somehow stay they stay alive. And that AFC North, I believe they're number one, if I'm not mistaken, in, in the AFC North. Oh uh, yeah, yes they are. Yeah. So I mean that I mean look, I mean look, that's just they're able to hold hold that hold that down and win that title. I mean that's a big that's a big time accomplishment for Zach Taylor and the Cincinnati Bengals, man. Because again, you know we we talked about them, you know, just kind of being. You know, they're going to be good, talented, but, you know, we had them like, what, 4 and 13, you know, 5 and 12. You know, we didn't have them winning a lot of games. Now they're 8 and 6. And uh, yeah. they're, they're, playing, they're playing really good football. So got to give them credit. We'll see how, they, see how it finishes up for them. Uh, but not, not really too much to say about this game, man. No, nah, just a, yeah, just a big win for the Bengals. Obviously, they need it. Um, and I think the most important thing for them was everybody else losing. Uh, with right, the Ravens yeah, losing and the Browns losing, because I think if I think if the Browns won, they would have dropped back out of the playoffs. Like they wouldn't even have been a wild card team again. Cincinnati. Yeah. Wow. So because how they with, beat right because they lost to them right in early. Yeah. In the so with them, so with the Browns losing, this is that's huge for the Bengals and. You know they've they've sputtered a little bit on offense. Uh, I mean, even in this game, Burrow was fifteen to twenty-two, only had one fifty-seven a touchdown. Mixon was seventeen carries, fifty-eight yards. Like there was nothing crazy going on. Obviously, a, a real defensive game in this one, as you can tell by the score. But I mean, even like Denver had two hundred ninety-two total yards of offense, and Cincinnati had two forty-nine. So this was. Clearly a defensive-minded uh, game, but very important for the Bengals to win this one. And, you know, the Broncos obviously take the L in it. So tough on them, but we'll see what happens moving forward. Yes, we will. And then we got the Cardinals and the Lions. Uh, definitely a shocker. Uh, Arizona really came out flat. And Lions came out when you least expected. Played really solid football, complimentary football. Golf played solid. Able to get that win. I mean, they they've got both of their wins have come at home, so they definitely feel that energy uh, playing at Ford Field when they when they get the chance to, you know, play in front of play in front of their home fans. And I think the Cardinals probably thought like, okay, cool, you know, we got we got the Lions coming up after that loss against the get Rams. Get right game. Yeah, get right game. We get right. You know, we just blow past Detroit and we'll be straight. Everybody will stop talking about us, but uh, that didn't happen. DeAndre Hopkins out for the season, regular season possible return for the playoffs. So we'll see how that plays out in terms of uh, some of their, their outside weapons. Those guys have to step up. AJ, AJ Green, Christian Kirk, Isabella, 
Uh, Zach Ertz, who they acquired in the middle of the season. Those guys have to start, you know, playing some high-level football. James Connor yeah. with the redeem year. Yep, James Connor as well. I believe Edmonds might be back soon. I think I might have seen that recently. Um, so, and then Kyler, Kyler has to step up as well. So, uh, just a very disappointing loss for the Cardinals. Um, and then, you know, Lions, it's like <laughs> they're winning, but it's like, I don't, I don't think they, I, I don't think they, I don't think the fans really want them to win that much. I think they probably want to get a, a, a good pick here, but I don't know. I hear something astonishing. It's not going to matter though, because they're not going to get a quarterback. So, <laughs> the, Lions last six games two three and one, Cardinals three and three. So uh, <laughs> it's yeah. been a little, it's been a tough little stretch for the uh, for the Cardinals out there. And here's the thing too, right? Uh, I don't know if he will, but I'm hoping for it that Dan Campbell is the one that gets the Lions out of hell. I I don't know, bro. I love this dude, Motor City Dan Campbell. Man, with the with the biting the kneecaps on the way up, and you can tell. Like, here's the thing: like the Lions are bad, but they man, do they play hard, bro? Like they've had a lot of losses this year. You know that were close games that they had a very very good chance at winning. Even so, the tie, tie, even their tie yeah. against Pittsburgh. <laughs> and here's the like: if you can, if you can do this with the trash team that they have. Get them some talent, bro. Oh, they need get a, some they talent gotta, in that room. They got to get a quarterback. Oh, of course. They got to get but a quarterback. I think That's the only way it's going to work. I, I know they had Stafford, way, but. I almost in a way think that that's the last thing they should do, though. I think you get to the point of golf is at least mid enough to win games. But if you can. What was what's his record? What's his record? What's his record without uh without I, I, listen, I understand. I I completely uh, understand. But listen, all right, you also got to think before that it was Jeff Fisher, and then now he's yeah. on the line. So it is difficult to actually win. <laughs> Yo, what a break, bro! What a this break. man went from this man had the roller coaster of emotions. He went Jeff Fisher to Sean McVay to the Lions. But hey, listen, like I said, I think he's been enough to win you some games, right? So you build everything around it. And then you listen, you kind of get into a Brown situation where some people think the quarterback is the one holding them back. Once you get into that spot, you can say, all right, listen, we got everybody. Jared Goff, thanks for your service and uh, helping us, uh, you know, go 2 and 11 to get all these picks. See you later, buddy. And then, you know, you either draft the next great quarterback and, you know, four years or you make a trade for one if that's possible and you know because you know how who knows who's going to be good in four years you never they're gonna have to hit some home runs in the draft bro because even though detroit you wouldn't say it's like a small market but you don't know i don't think short right that's the thing that's the thing here's the other thing too i've always said this do people not want to go to small markets or things like that because they're a small market or is because they suck. Like, I think winning cares a lot of things, bro. Like, if you're going to tell me that the Lions couldn't get free agents and all of a sudden next year they went 13-3, and three, you're telling me nobody has a free agent and would look at Detroit and say, oh, yeah, I'll go to Detroit? No. I'm sorry. You going? To the, are you going? For a 13-3 and three football team? Yeah. I mean, well, that's a big hypothetical because they're not going to right, do right, it. Oh, no, no, no. Here's, 
And Listen, I know, I know Boston is a big game. market, but is Foxborough really that big of a market, bro? Foxborough? Really? Right. Well, yeah. That well, ain't the city I mean, of Boston. But the equalizer was Tom. Tom was the okay. attraction. They don't have that. That's what I'm but saying. They they also, gotta, but the Patriots also did a lot of winning. You're telling me people didn't look at that and say, damn, we win a lot. I want to go there. Yeah, but they still didn't get, you know, marquee guys. Well, then again, was that also because Bill just wouldn't do it? Yeah, you know well, I, mean? Yeah. I mean, it's it's Bill. It's it's the uh, – you got to play a certain way over there. You may not get the touches you're going to get. You may not get the sacks that you got. You know, it's, yeah. it's a different type of, uh, you know, sacrifice over there. Yeah, you're going to win, but how are you going to – a lot of people want to win a certain way. A lot of people don't want to win over the, that Patriot way. A lot of people want to win a different way. You're so, right. You're so right. That's a, that's, a, that's a big thing. But I just think for the Lions, man, hopefully they got the right guys in terms of scouting, front office. Um, it'd be a great thing, bro. I mean, you've never seen – I mean, they've had a – you have some some okay years here and there, but it, has, it's, it hasn't been anything special. Even having a talented quarterback – like Stafford, uh, talent, talent-wise. So, uh, uh, hopefully they do well. I mean, I think I would make that division even better if somehow Fields becomes a guy in the Chicago and if they're able to turn things around. I would. It would be nice to see if, if, if Dan Campbell is the head coach when that thing starts turning around. I think it'd be great. Like you said, they play for him, unlike, unlike we saw the, the other guy down there in Jacksonville. And uh, he brings a lot of energy. He brings a lot of energy to that team and – uh, we'll see if it starts turning into some wins next year. But they got for for that for them, they got to hit. They got to hit on the, They got to hit on these draft picks. Cleveland, they oh, hit yeah. on those. They hit. They hit on some. They hit on some draft picks. They got some guys, but they hit on some draft. Like they got. They traded for Landry Odell and stuff, but they hit on. They hit on some some key key draft picks. Miles Garrett. There you go. That's why. You, that's why I feel like you could go get Thibodeau, bro. Say what you want. I mean, it's not a quarterback, but listen, Miles Garrett. That's best. what I'm saying. You, yeah. you build or, first or Hutchinson, you. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. So we'll see what happens, man. So we skipped the Bill Panther game. Oh um, my, yeah, my bad, my bad. I, I skipped you, right listen, listen, let's be real here, CJ. All I gotta say, Bills, they beat the Panthers. Congratulations, the Panthers are terrible. Cam sucks. Uh, <laughs> I still think the flaw with the Bills is that they don't really run the ball. Besides with Josh Allen. And uh, Panthers are going into a rebuild. So, yeah, I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people going into the season for Carolina, I mean, it has some some really, uh, no, there were expectations there. Sir, yeah, yeah. Donald was supposed to be good, even though yep, sure. everybody saw him on the Jets, and all of a sudden he was going to magically turn good again. I don't know where, what you guys were watching, but 100, 100%. And, um, it just didn't work out. I mean, he still, I mean, he has an opportunity to salvage it. With Cam playing bad, he said they picked up the fifth year. Are they going to keep him? I don't know. Apparently he's supposed to start next week. Well, there you go. He, so it's all on it's all on him, man. It, it, I mean, I know he's probably not a hundred percent. No, I'm now. Listen, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing, bro. I'm so <laughs> in New York. You know what I'm saying for the last three years. I know he's not good, but I'm saying he. What's his mental like? You know, he could can he he's, can he, he could just lay down and be like, yeah, I'm ass, and you know, I'll just be a guy, or you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what his mental is like. So we'll see what happens, man. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a disappointing year for Carolina, man, for sure. Absolutely. 
All right, we got and then, yeah, just quickly Buffalo, like like you said, kind of the same thing, kind of the same thing. It's a big game, big game against New England, bro. Ooh. Big game. Oh man. Sheesh. You know that second I was looking at ESPN, that stupid like BPI or whatever thing that they give. Yeah. Like the percentage chance to win. Mm-hmm. They got Buffalo 54% chance to win. Listen. It's a big game, bro. It's gonna it's gonna be completely different than that Monday night game two weeks ago. Completely different, yeah, bro. which is what makes me a little nervous. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. You know, you know, we're coming off a of L. They coming off a win, so they, you know, they wanna they wanna get that one back. You got an extra day though, prep. You feel me? You played on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wishful thinking. For sure, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know who I'm rolling with, but that's just gonna be a big ass game, bro. They need to come out and wow, wow. That's for that's that's for all the marbles, especially in the division. I mean, you got Miami creeping up. But let's go right to it. Like six in a row, son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, look, and then again, it hasn't been. But they haven't really had the. I mean, the Baltimore was probably the biggest, you know, biggest win um, because you know after they lost, after they beat Baltimore, Baltimore has been kind of trending down. So you could say that you know it's definitely their their biggest win out of this win streak, but. Uh, they've been they've been playing really you know Patriot football. I mean complimentary football, running the running the ball. I mean they got uh, half the Patriot team there, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, they coach exactly, and uh, they just been playing complimentary football, man. Flores has seen, like you said, Flores has seen Bill do it for so long, and he's built this team this way, and they're seven and seven. They're right there, bro. It's it's, it's crazy, it's crazy. I mean. Uh, they they have a shot. They have a shot. I don't know what's gonna happen, but of course you. I mean, it was a close game with the Jets. I was a little shocked with that. Yeah, I was too. I didn't expect it to be this close, but I mean, a win is a dub is a dub. And I, again, I just, if they're able to get some talent on the outside for for Tua, it's gonna be Yo, a good is team. Tua bro. rewriting the things too, man. Are you if you're the Dolphins well, yeah, still they're... trading everything for Watson, or are you saying, damn, maybe we did have something in Tua? It's tricky. It's tricky. I don't know. It's tricky, man. If they're able to get into the playoffs, it's I mean, listen, I mean, obviously, yeah, you, I would still go with Watson. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you though? I'd have to. I'd have to. Because you got to trade like four first round picks. I get you. I get it. But then again, like most of the best, the best draft picks aren't in the first round. This is you, you make a so, good point. This so is it's true. like if you get a if you get your guy, you know what I mean, at quarterback, and then you know you draft well in these mid mid level rounds, which is where we see, like I said, was where we see the most talent um, end up having the most success. It, it doesn't matter that they want six in a row with two in a row or right. getting the playoffs. So, but this is his audition for either Miami. Or somewhere else, um, and this is a big opportunity for him. Falcons, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Possible, but um, they're playing good. They're playing well, and he's a big part of that. Ever since he's gotten healthy, they've been winning these games. It's not like they're. It's not like they're winning these games with Brissett or whoever they have as, as a third string guy. Uh, when he's there, when he's healthy, you know, he plays. He's accurate. Uh, they, you know, he doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't make mistakes. And it, when you know their defense is playing the way they're playing right now, they're gonna have a shot in every game. And then this is this is why they've continued to go on this win streak right now. Got to give them a lot of credit. Got to give Flores a lot of credit. Um, you know, before it looked like when they when they beat pra- the Patriots, like oh man, like 
you know, they got that one win against us and then they've been dirt. And now, you know, they kind of turn things around. So it's just a true we testament to, to a bad team. Let's go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, yeah, it looks better. It looks a little bit better. <laughs> it looks, I'll tell you that. It definitely looks a lot better. Um, uh, you got to give Flores a lot of credit. He's a hell of a coach, man. He's a hell of a coach. I think a lot of people have some doubts about him a little bit, um, but he he's a really good coach. And if they're able to get that guy in their under center, right, they're going to be, they're going to be formidable for years to come. No doubt. I didn't even see this comment before. Come on, bro. Gang Green. Yeah, bro. I, I mean, I know, I know you got a lot. I know you got, I know Vic, I know you and your pops. That loyalty goes crazy. I know, you, I, I know you and your pops, Vic. I know y'all got a lot of love for, you know, for, for I'm Gang Green, for you, bro. It's just, bro, I, I, I don't even, you know, I don't even know what to say. I'm I don't praying even know what for to say, you, bro. bro. I don't even know what to say about, about the, about the squad, bro. I just, Man, I want to see the division competitive. You know, I feel like it's three really I good. Know, good. It's really good team. Now I want to see it, bro, because for so long everybody was like, "Oh, Brady had the cupcake," and you know, he played against. It was you know, it was like Rogers in the NFC North. You know, it was yeah, like we have cupcakes in all those Super Bowls, bitches. Hey, listen, definitely not, definitely not. Every single one of those games were close, but right. but in the in route to the Super Bowl, it's, it was easy. It was easy, six and six and zero. Oh. You know what I'm saying? That's what people are saying. That's the narrative. Which is fair. I mean, those teams were ass, but yeah, sure, yeah, for definitely. Um, but hey, I think now it's definitely much more competitive, and I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking you know, forward CJ, to who comes out on top. Uh, CJ, we were in so many Super Bowls that last night when I was watching, you know, Man in the Arena, that that I couldn't remember which Super Bowl was next. I can't remember if it was the Falcon one or the Eagle one. I think next one is Seattle, right? No, they did see that. That was this episode. Okay, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. Oh, it dropped last night. Oh, okay, okay. Fantastic episode. Oh, I gotta, I gotta watch that. They had Will Fork on it. Will Fork and Sherman. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Tim did a good job with that, man. Nah, bro, so good. Shout out you for uh, (laughs) the viewing. Um, Tom Tom did a great job. Great job. But here's my thing, right? They go over all the Super Bowls. They even they even did touch on Deflategate a little bit in this one. Um, Got to. I mean, you have to. Yeah, I'm. I'm just still surprised in a tad bit that since it's by him, he would want to go into something like that because I know it still has to piss him off. But this nah, is he's been he's been kind of open about all. I mean, he was. I mean, for him to go do the losses too. Um, oh, bro, I couldn't even watch. The, I watched those Giants ones, but I had to like break them up into two parts, bro. I almost threw up. Um, yeah. <laughs> but here's what I'm saying, right? I love this man in the arena thing. I'm still, I still need a thirty for thirty though, because like they're going over all the Super Bowls, but I need everything, bro. I need the Michael Jordan ten part documentary type. Yeah, yeah. I whoever get, whoever gets everything, bro. Whoever gets that one, man, they're gonna get a lot of awards, bro. Because you know, New England have everything so close knit, so they're gonna. Well, have you know, to have but but here's the other thing too. Great relationship with Bill. Bro. This Derek Jeter one that's coming out next year. Oh, where? Oh, yeah. I did see. I did see that. I did see the, the captain. The captain. Yeah, I did see that. Because yeah. Derek Jeter, that man was here with it. No, nah, that's he a fact. Oh, New York. Is, is, is his the yeah. man? Is his the man in arena too, or is like? No, nah, yeah, I think it's more of like a Jordan thing. Okay, okay. Because I heard LeBron and and Tom are doing like the man in the arena type thing, and LeBron is supposed to do his like. Journey for his championships, oh. which would be wild. Those would be wild too. So those would be some crazy episodes, um, especially that Cleveland year. Whew. Bro, I nerd uh, out when like I feel like there's 
just because he's my favorite player. I just nerd out when it comes to stuff with him, bro. Like, I, I don't like listening to other people really talk about football too much, like players breaking it down, because I find it kind of boring. But since it's Tom's talking about it, I'm locked in, bro. Oh, I, sure, am, yeah. I am there, like, breaking down. Play. Like, if he was one of the people on Twitter that would break down plays, I'd watch every single one of them. But it's some <laughs> random dude that I've never heard of, so I just don't care. Even though they're very good at it. Like I said, I'm just, you know, hard to entertain sometimes, you know? <sighs> No, nah, I feel you, man. I feel you. Yes, it, it could be a hard watch sometimes, but yeah, those Tom Tom's done a great job with those series, definitely. Um, another series I would be interested in, in seeing too is uh, the Tomlin AB Big Ben. I need a thirty for thirty on the triple. Yeah, I was saying triple triple Bs. The documentary uh, Steelers get this win against the Titans. Triple mids. Triple <laughs> triple mids. Uh, Vegas under listen I know we'll get to the game but I mean first of all it wasn't very entertaining it has there ever been an, uh, a team that's underperformed more than that those triple B teams every year they were the, they were the Super Bowl favorite it felt like every year never yep. even made it yep defense defenses weren't as good as the, as it is now but offensively yeah they, they you know they should have been they should have I mean it went to the AFC conference championship game against Against Waxed. the Patriots, yeah, it, it was not pretty. It was not pretty. Um, but I think I think AB was out that game. I mean, that's when he got knocked by perfect. But still, well, like you said, there, I think there was another one too where Le'Veon got hurt in it, and Le'Veon did get he got hurt during the game. Yep, I feel he like he all, they always stopped Bell, bro, because this man would just pitter patter in the backfield, and the Patriots would just stand there and wait for him to actually commit to a place. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. So yeah. Uh, I agree, definitely. Offensively, they look dangerous. They look dangerous. Man, um, AB might have had the greatest five-year stretch in NFL history. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It's up, you know, it's up there with anybody. It's up Rice, To Moss. So maybe, maybe Jefferson might get in that. Might get in that. If he keeps playing a lot of ways, he's playing. Yeah, if he keeps playing, how he's playing, man. He's going to have a, a solid run here as well so early in his career. But, yeah, AB a- was on a, just a different level, just a different level during that time, bro. But uh, Titans take another L. When are they going to get their guys back? Any any word on Hen- Henry? i seen A.J. Brown tweet, I, I, I miss playing football. Was, I thought that he was still playoffs. Okay. Um, Julio went out in this game with a hamstring again, which, by really? the way, bro, I'm sorry. It might be time for the kid to hang it up. Yeah, all, all these am yeah, this it's not gonna it's not gonna get any better. It's not gonna get like any better. he's hurt every year, and like every year it's for longer. Like he used to be like the toe, he always had a toe problem, not a Rex Ryan toe problem, you know what I mean? Uh mm. but he always had a toe injury where it would be like one or two games or like one game, but like the second game he would come back and like it would affect him, but he would play. Now it's like hamstring seven weeks. Comes back for two games, hamstring four weeks. I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, he's definitely past past his prime just because of the injuries, man. You keep having soft tissue injuries like that, it's not gonna get any better. It's definitely not. You know, he was definitely a hot commodity during the offseason when he was time for him to get traded, but and what they gave him a second and a fourth. So I don't even remember, honestly. Not too bad. Not too bad, but for a guy to not really not have the production to match it, uh, it's, it's been tough. It's been tough, man. Hopefully, 
he could get right for Tennessee's sake. Um, AJ Brown, like I said, he tweeted out, "I miss playing football." I'm not sure that I'm not sure when he's coming back. Uh, I'm not sure Derrick Henry's timetable. So, if they're able to at least get Henry and Brown back, then they're gonna have, they're gonna be a scary team. I don't. They're gonna be a scary team. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. get Henry back, the entire juju of the team changes. Yeah, yeah, it, it just yeah, different different life, new life. If you get twenty two back, uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, then we got another. We got, got the AFC South show. Come on. Yeah, yeah, AFC South showdown. Not even showdown. A sh- That's a bold <laughs> word. Showdown. <laughs> Between the Texans and the Jags. Tough. Tough watch. Uh Jags. What are <laughs> the people that you, watched it? <laughs> couldn't tell you. Who do you think? Who do you think is gonna be the the next head coach? Because you know, when he when when Mario got fired, we didn't have the show. Well, the show was was after. I mean before. So I mean, I'm hearing Leftwich from Tampa Bay, obviously former yeah. Jag, former Jaguar. You know, it kind of makes sense. It has to be an offensive guy. It has to be, um, and that's the problem. You know, we said earlier the Saints uh, defensive coordinator should get another chance. Right. I don't think the I don't think Jackson. Is, right. I don't think Jacksonville that, is the place. That's yeah. the thing. Not only Jacksonville, I think all the teams that are going to fire their coaches want to bring in an offensive guy. Like you look at the Bears when they I mean, want to bring in an offensive guy for Fields. I mean, the char- Chargers with Staley. So true. It's, it's right. there. It's there. Yeah, but, but but did they go Staley? Because after the first year of Herbert, they were like, "All right, maybe we don't need an all offensive guy to show him what to do," because he's that great. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a good. Because I mean, with the Jags, I mean, Trevor certainly ain't putting up no Rookie of the Year competition here. So maybe. Yeah. So it could be like you know, let's get an offensive guy in here to see what's happening. Uh I don't know. You got, B- I, yeah, you got Biennemi. You got left, Brian left Dayball. Which I was going to say Biennemi. Yep. Uh, got Dayball from Buffalo. Yeah, people like that I think are going to be the next head coach. I just I think it's it's just not going to be a defensive guy. I think you want an offensive guy in there, you know, to bring in a, a new staff, clearly. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. And and just sit down and work with Trevor and, and, and do everything you can because if you're going to get right, it's going to be because Trevor brought you there probably. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. Uh, you you would hope if you're for Trevor, you know this is the worst year possible, and then things kind of go up steadily from here um, in his career. But they have to get that head coach right. They have to get that head coach right to develop him the right way. I know, I know generational talent. That's what people were throwing out there, but it doesn't matter if you're a generational talent. If you don't have the right pieces around you, it doesn't you got matter. No talent around you. Right, exactly. It just it just doesn't matter. I mean, Peyton Manning, generational talent, but you had the right pieces around him. You had Marvin Harrison. You had Tony Dungy. You know, you had the right you had the right guys. Bob Sanders on the other side. Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis. Like he had all these dudes. So um, they need to build that team the right way over there in Jacksonville. You saw we saw the urban experiment. It failed. So they have to get they have to get this next one right. You can't just have a rotational uh, uh, carousel of head coaches. For your young quarterback, it, it, it could it could it could damage him for sure. So uh, hopefully they get this next one right. Shad Khan needs to really I don't know. I don't know. Talk to some talk to some football, talk to Jimmy Johnson. I don't know. Talk to some like some football guys and get some advice on how to do this thing, bro. Go get this man, uh you know, who was the Raven GM for all those years? Oh, Ozzy Newsom? But he, yeah, he stepped out of out of retirement, bro. Hey, yeah, I mean, uh, listen, yeah, I would, I would throw a bag at him, bro. Look how, oh, look, here's look the thing, how, right? 
<laughs> but your the Ravens. Staff, your staff doesn't count against the salary cap. You're a billionaire, bro. You throw millions around like it's water. I saw Urban. I saw Urban got that bag. Bro, go to Ozzie Newsom's crib. Say, listen, bro, I got a check for 50 mil that with you, with your name on it. I'm gonna need you to come out three years. Give me three years. No state tax. Warm uh, weather. People retire here anyway. Gotta you, do it, man. Listen, bro, you don't even gotta come into the office. We'll do everything virtual for you. Oh, yeah, they tried to get Tom Coughlin, but Coughlin's a head coach. He's not a builder oh. of teams. It was different. So and that man's like ancient and never adjusted. Right. I mean, you saw it, you saw it that he didn't adjust, you know, when he was in the front office. Everybody, he was out of there real quick. Exactly. Exactly. So uh Khan yeah, his last gift to the Ravens was Lamar. It's a big gift. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's a big gift, man. So yeah, I, I just I mean, I like I like their, their jerseys are fire, you know. Oh, okay, <laughs> if they could just right? if they could just if they could just get it right, man, over there, uh, back to how it used to be. Like I said last week, when they had Brunel and Jimmy Smith, Keenan McCarter, that W money can't hold the Jags up forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and his son, his son is CEO. Yeah, uh, bro, Jag- his son killing the uh, pro wrestling game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But his but his son is also CEO of the Jaguars. Is so he? both, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, so both, both of those guys, um, they got to get it. They got to get, like I said, talk. I don't know. Talk, talk to, talk to Bill. Bill. I don't know, bro. Ozzy Newsome, blank check, bro. Yeah, talk to Ozzy Newsome, Bill, Bill Polian that that built the Colt, those Colts teams and built those Bills teams Lewis in the nineties. Like Lewis, yeah, Lewis Riddick might be. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get looked at. Maybe the Giants. Definitely, if I'm him, I'm going to the Jacks. Cause you just gotta, you got, you have quarterback solidified for at least, yeah. you know. So I'm, you can't. I'm not. I'm not. Go, my first time as a GM president of football operations, not gonna be the Giants, even though the Jags suck too. But at least, <laughs> at least, at least there's no question that quarterback. Bro, right that's now. the first and second worst record in the NFL over the last decade. We just said the yeah, Jags yeah. and the Giants. Yeah, if, I think I think I'm. You gotta throw a bag at Lewis Riddick, bro. You might have to. I'm a little big Lewis Riddick guy, by the way. He's a big guy. TV. He, he, him might, on TV. he might get the, but he might get the, uh, the mayor. I mean, he's, he's, he's been in, like, he's been in those circles. He was with the, the Washington football team, Eagles, things like that. So he has some experience Browns. I mean, he, he played with Bill. So he kind of knows, you know, certain, certain things, but um, that'd be, that'd be a good look. That'd be a good look for him, bro. You get, you get Reddick, you get Leftwich, and then you just see what's up. Yeah. So I mean, oh, your card, your card, yeah. you know, your cards, it doesn't bag, bro. Yo, listen, bro. I'm telling you right yo, now. I've rebuilt a many a teams on Madden. How old could it be? Yo, 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 Shad Khan, send, send us a send us a bag right now. Get get Lewis Riddick, Leftwich. There you go. Maybe the enemy, whatever. Yo, I mean, get Leftwich as the head coach. Get the enemy as your offensive coordinator. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. go go take the Saints defensive coordinator. Sign him. Hey, yeah, just just. I mean, yeah. Get Ozzy Newsome as your CEO. Got to get the right guys. That's the only way it can work. No matter, talent does not matter. It's, half, it's just half the battle. It's just half the battle. So, let's see what happens over there at Jacksonville. Honestly, same thing. Same thing to be said about Texans as well. Truth be That's told, mess, bro. they're gonna have the picks. But is uh, um, what's this guy's name? He was in New England. Uh, Carousel, oh, Carousel, yeah. Nick Carousel. Is he gonna be? 
can can you know can he can he build a team on his own? You know, get get those right things over there. I mean, you hire a sixty five year old head coach that with no coaching no head coaching experience. Yikes! You know, you know, obviously that's a that's a filler. He's not gonna he may not be there next year. Um, True. So, yeah, tough tough for both of those squads, man. Tough for both of those squads. We got Giants, Cowboys. You know, Mike Lennon, long neck, three three, <laughs> three picks. Three picks just throwing it to the other team. That one to Diggs, it's like it's like he passed it to Diggs. It's like Diggs oh, was the I, wide, it's like Diggs was the wide receiver. He threw it like a do of a touchdown. It was crazy. I have no care for the Giants whatsoever. Like I, I if, if it was up to me, the Giants and Jets would never be talked about ever again. Um until they did something. But here's my thing. And it's gonna come off as cowboy hater. Bro. <laughs> I do not see it with them, bro. I really don't. You scored 21 points against the Giants. You let the Gi- bro, the Giants were in this game and all the way until the end. Literally until the end of the game. Dak has not been good. They can't run the ball anymore because Zeke is terrible. Like, I'm not that impressed with the Cowboys, bro. I'm really not. Like, they're 10 and 4, mainly because they're they get that Patriot vibe of getting to play this trash division. I don't know. I'm not impressed, bro. Hey, look, nah, listen, bro. It's a fair argument. It is. Um, offense definitely has been playing really inconsistent over the last six weeks, six, seven weeks. And the defense has really been carrying them outside of that Raider game. And they've been playing some really, really good football. Micah Parsons, uh, Trevon Diggs. Both of those, that, those look like a, that's a, that's a great duo, a great duo for your defense for years to come. You know, you talk about Ramsey, Aaron Donald over there in, in Los Angeles. You know, the Cowboys probably hope they could get something like that, something close to it um, um, in the foreseeable future. So uh, you got that solidified and, you know, you give Dak the bread, but um, he's going to have to he's going to have to play like he's going to have to play at that level. You know, I'm pretty sure Jerry Jerry wants to get one more before, you know, he's getting up there. So probably wants to wants to get wants to get one more ring for he before he sees the other side. And. (laughs) It's just real. It's just real, bro. I mean, he, here, watch, it, watch, watch his interviews. Yeah, right. Watch his interviews. He be talking about it, bro. You know, like so. Or he's oh, yeah. clipped. Yeah, yeah. You know, so hopefully they could do that. They could do that, and like I said, they have the roster. They really do, but they just haven't been playing that way. Uh, Kellen Moore, another guy that may make it some head coaching consideration. I think maybe not this year. Maybe next year. Um, just because I think now the way they're the offense is playing right now might hurt his chances. Mid. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be yeah, definitely. Um, and but they're winning these. They're finding the ways. They're finding these ways to win. Now, what's gonna happen in the playoffs when you go up against these top dogs? Like you said, they might see San Fran. They might see Arizona, uh, the Rams. It, it might. It might be one and done. Very possible. First uh, round exit, part twenty-five. Here we come. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very possible. <laughs> very possible. So. Uh, the offense is gonna have to get it get, get it going in these next couple of weeks. Have to if they if they want to show. Got to go into the playoffs with a, with momentum. You can't you can't be, yeah. you know, mid like you said and and go into the playoffs and be like, oh no, we're gonna we can flip the switch right now. It's playoff time. Yeah, let's work. Let's get it. Nah, it doesn't always, it doesn't work like that. Because uh, the team the team on the other side is thinking the same thing. They flip so, the switch too. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to do the same flip switch. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta get it, you gotta get it going, and uh, we'll see if they're able to do that. 
And then we got Saturday night, Saturday night football. Colts, Patriots, no great, great win. If you didn't catch us on on color cast, Connie and I were, you know, broadcasting a game, our first time broadcasting a football game. Had a had a great time uh with my guy and uh first of many, first of many for sure. So uh, all the people watching us listen to us right now, color cast. Appreciate everybody. People that was listening to us on Saturday. Appreciate you guys as well. And also, you know, for the YouTubers, people that's watching us on YouTube, like and subscribe, hit that notification bell for when we yes, go live. Right. Facebook, uh, hit get the likes up. Make sure you share the stream um, as well. So, yeah, but you know, this for this game, you know, it was just it was just turnovers, really. It was yeah. just turnovers and, and key moments. I mean, Mac Mac had definitely his worst game. Oh, yeah. uh, of his career. Uh, he struggled. Turner had two interceptions, then the block punt that turned into a touchdown. And that was that was that was those were the those were the turnovers that hurt them right there. Um because those if I'm not mistaken, all those turnovers turned into points for, for the Colts. Maybe 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 it's either two or two or three. I think the Mac interception in the third. There was one where well, the they third, one in the third that they missed the field goal, didn't they? Right. Yeah. 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 Because he he picked he picked one off in the before the half for the first half. Yeah, yeah that right, one didn't lead the points. Did right. It? Nah. 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 They ran. I think that nah, they ran the ball and not, and they just let the clock go up. Um, but if, yeah, just again, just either way, when you turn the ball over, it's it's not gonna be it's not it's not pretty. And you don't want to do that against against a team that doesn't have. You know, the you know, elite guys on the outside, elite guys in the backfield. And Colts came out, they just had more energy to start the game. They just had way more energy. You just saw the energy, the way they were flying to the ball, making plays. They knew there was they knew this was the only game on tonight, and they wanted to make a statement against against New England. And that's what they did. You know, Jonathan Taylor broke out for that big run. That was a dagger run. That was that, you know, that's the guy was a gut punch. That was a gun punch for sure. Hightower and and Devin McCourty just you know you know missed had a bad angle both of those guys had bad angles and, and JT took it to the crib uh, he had an excellent game you know what they wanted to do but you know nobody was able to stop it I mean again outside outside of that run I mean it's twenty it's twenty it's twenty to seventeen it's twenty to seventeen but you know with an opportunity to maybe get a three and out they could get the ball back but you know that you know JT put the dagger put the dagger in New England and, and sent him home and. Uh, a lot of people saying, can they win? A lot, of, a lot of people now, of course, you know, this is a a daily type thing with the media. You know, can they win with Mac? Is Mac the guy? Is this I only got nine with him. This, is Mac the guy? This isn't that. But um, I just feel like, I just feel like uh, he's going to, he's going to have ups and downs. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. <laughs> And again, I like the way I like the way he fought back. You know, like I said, he kind of just laid down and just kind of just started throwing more picks. And but he put some solid drives together to at least get him in in, in range to you know if the defense had got a couple more stops. Who knows what could have happened after that? Because definitely the Colts' offense was definitely playing some bad football. Carson had threw a pick. They were playing some stagnant football and looked like they was about to give the game away. So um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I think Mac played a, a, a solid game. Like I say he didn't have a great first half. Third quarter in the beginning wasn't great, but everything after that was really good football. And uh, hopefully, he could just continue to work 
and just keep working at it, bro. Like I said, he's been a worker, heard some great things about him. So not, not really too wor- not worried about that. I know people are saying, you know, the Wingling's are frauds and this, this, and that, but uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see how it happens in the playoffs. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. Like I said, this big, this game against Buffalo, huge, big game. And uh, if they want to win the division, they're gonna. This, this game is for the division. I mean, oh, I know, yeah. I know they play Miami one more time in Miami, uh, which could also be a big game. But I feel like this game right here is is for the division, and uh, they have, they have to come out at, at home and and get that dub. Because if the Bills win this game and then both teams win out, the Bills still get the tiebreaker. <clears throat> so that's obviously the big important thing. But like you said, yeah, it was it was the turnovers, man. Uh, the you know. You think about it, it's uh, the block punt, you take that away. Yeah, maybe they go down and score anyway, but that's at least seven points you know were scored. So that's seven. The, you know, going going into the half, Mac throws the interception. That's at least three. Um, the, the other interception that actually did lead to a field goal, I looked at it, uh, that's three points. So what, you're up to 13? <laughs> I mean, you take 13 points away and look what happens. <laughs> it's a it's 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 a tie game, right? No, Patriots win the game, basically. Yeah, so it's it, it was just bad all around, you know. When you have drives going, you know, we were talking about during the game, like you said, when we were broadcasting it. You know, they would have a nice play, and then all of a sudden, it's a it's a holding penalty or or this type of penalty or that, and you know, you you look at the game stats at the end of it, and the Patriots had. You had eight penalties to the Colts too. Uh, they, the you know, obviously had the more interceptions, uh, the blocked punt. So it was just a sloppy game uh, all around, and it's something that you obviously don't see out of the Patriots very often. They kind of pride themselves on not playing like that. They let the other teams make the mistakes, and well, in this one, they were the one that made the mistakes. And you know, we kind of forget it because they are nine and five right now, and Mac has played so well, and he's kind of run away with that offensive rookie of the year thing that. Oh, he's a rookie. <laughs> like he's gonna have games where you know it doesn't look very pretty, and you have to you know learn to deal with it because not every game that he goes out and plays is gonna be the best one that he's ever played. And you know we forget about it too because you know we, we always talk about Jonathan Taylor. The defense is disrespected for the Colts, man. I mean they lead the league in takeaways. <laughs> they have yeah, the man, most. John- uh, you could say Jonathan Taylor was the best player, and then Darius Leonard definitely second best player Bro, on Saturday. Absolutely, easily. easily. That dude was Darius all over Leonard the field. is one of the top three linebackers in all of football. Definitely, yeah, for so, sure. I mean, you look at him; they got studs over there. They got uh, you know, more. You know, their corner has been playing very well this year. Uh, you forgot that they have DeForest Buckner, you know, up in the front as well. Obviously, made his name with the 49ers, then got traded over to the Colts, but it was a, it was a sloppy game, man. And you obviously hope it, that it doesn't continue because like you said, this next game is for the division up against, you know, the bills at home. It's luckily at home, but it's going to be Jersey on this game, game. man. Oh, oh got a no. Jersey on this one. What's the bet, CJ? Let us know. If I win, I get a Mac Jersey. If I lose, I got to give Nick a Josh Allen Jersey. All right. Uh, it's tough so, out here, man. Yeah, man. It's a big it's, it's, uh, man, did you it's, now did you bet on who wins the division? The for the division, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
You know, listen, maybe even if they lose, maybe you get lucky, the Bills stumble again. They lost to the Jags. Anything's possible. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But this, man, this is a, just this game right here, son, coming up. This is a big one for sure. And, uh, yeah, so you hope Mac doesn't play like that again. You hope the Patriots can just, you know, run the ball because, you know, they got taken out of their, you know, typical offense where they just can pound the rock a lot. And, uh, yeah, the Colts are pretty good against the run as well. Stevenson, you know, I thought was going to have a big game because Harris was out. He, you know, didn't do too much. But, well, uh, I think we're going to be all right, CJ. I think we're going to be all right. Yeah, they kind of run the ball because, you know, it was from behind. You know, it was like 17-zip. So, like, you can't run the, You know what I'm saying? And so you man, went, Carson Wentz turned into Tom Brady with the QB sneaks, bro. Yeah, I mean, that was, that's all really, all he was, Nelson. Yeah, that's all he was really doing well in the game, to me. I know that's your guy, but, you know, he didn't have any – he didn't look outstanding to me. Um, it was really just New England making the mistakes. Coach defense played excellent. Jonathan Taylor did his thing. You know, he didn't have a, he didn't have a great game. Um, but, you know, if he – if he's just good enough, and then everything else is is playing is everything else is, is playing right for for the Colts, they're gonna have a shot to win, and, and that's that's what happened on Saturday night. And then we got a, a thriller Thursday night football. It's, I mean, you could say it's one of the best games um, of the year. Um, it's crazy, crazy. Got the 49 I mean, the Forty Nines. Got the Chiefs and and the Chargers back and forth. Both teams going for. Ain't he a seven fold? <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Once got, Apples, baby. Char- charges it looked like the Chargers was gonna win. Um, there were there were very there were moments. Then the Chiefs just third, fourth, the fourth quarter in overtime. Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey. I mean, it's just a it's just a trio that it's just tough to stop. Tough to stop. Chargers had their chances. You know, I like I like I like them being aggressive, and you know, going for fourth down. It's just certain situations, like I said, situational football. You know, in some moments, you go for it. It's other moments you take you, you take that field goal. You have to take that field goal. And um, it wasn't like the defense wasn't playing well, because it was a really close game up until like late in the second half. You know, the defense was were getting some key stops on on Mahomes. So you know, you could have took those points, and you win the game. You win the game. <laughs> 37-34, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. I mean, they've had some. They've had some plays. They've had some plays earlier in the season, throughout the season, where they went for it, and you know, it's helped them. Game against the Chiefs, they, the first time they made some. They made some big key key plays on fourth down, and they got it. So I like the confidence, but just again, situationally, maybe just wasn't the best time. Again, high size twenty twenty, of course, but. Uh, the Chiefs ended up getting this win. I feel like the Chiefs needed this one a little bit more because the Chargers did have did beat them already. And the Chiefs, what is this? Uh, how many is this for the Chiefs? I believe six in a row. Um, yeah, I think it's six, five or yeah, six, six or seven, six or seven, maybe. Yeah. So you know they've been playing some. They've been winning a lot of games. You know they hasn't hasn't been pretty throughout this streak uh, by any means. They've had some ugly losses. They've had some great losses. Um, this one this one was ugly early. It was like 10-10 for a minute. Uh, and then all they were getting in the red zone. <laughs> Both teams were getting in the red zone, just couldn't convert anything. And then the offenses started to pick up. Uh, but the Chiefs, you know, Mahomes made had a big-time play, big-time run up the sideline for like 30-something yards. Kelsey had a big-time play before the, the V play, the dagger. Um, just Hill was solid. So, 
it's going to be tough to stop this team, man. We already we, we could see like they could have these sluggish type games and then they could go up for 30 and they could put up three touchdowns in a row in any any moment. Um, so it's just it's, this team is very dangerous. I know a lot of people wrote them off, but um, they, they're they're going to be they're going to be a problem. They're going to have the, I feel like they're going to have the number one seed again. Yeah. And, Although uh, they lose to the Steelers this week and we win. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. I mean, it's, it's obviously it's possible. I mean, Wait, Lions, and, Lions, Lions lost, Lions lost to the Cardinals. I mean, well, they, got, Cardinals. they got Kelsey and Hill out too. Right, that's right. Yeah, and Harrison Butker, their kicker. So it's gonna be a defensive battle. Defensive battle. Steelers get if they get them, they get them Mahomes and make it ugly. They have a shot. Um, we'll get to the picks right in a little bit, but yeah, what was your thoughts on this game, man? This was a thriller. This was a really good game to start start the week. CJ, I'm going to be honest with you, right? This game, I totally forgot was on Thursday. <laughs> Your boy was at the Spider-Man premiere. Right, right. So I didn't get to watch it live. I did watch the highlights. And, you know, the, the thing you take away from it, too, is, like, we usually talk about offensive pieces being the most important part, you know, to a team or something. Derwin James might be the second most valuable player on this team behind Herbert, obviously, because you look at what happened in this game after he left because he got hurt. Bro, this man, Kelsey, was going crazy. So it, it could be a completely different game if Derwin James ends up being healthy in this one. He obviously wasn't. Like I said, he ended up leaving the game with an injury. But It's another one, uh, man. Just keeps getting nicked up. Bro, crazy. He's... He's got a chance to be defensive player of the year every year if he's healthy. Every year. Making play everywhere. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think both of these teams are going to be a problem in the playoffs. Um, you know, I was hesitant on the Chiefs because, you know, they were on this win streak, but like you said, a lot of them weren't pretty. Uh, you can clearly make the argument if the Packers have Aaron Rodgers in that game against the, against them, they would probably would have gotten blown out, in my opinion. Uh you look at even the Cowboy game where they won wasn't very pretty. So I, I was waiting to see, you know, the Chiefs. And obviously last week they put up like 48 points against the Raiders. But they had blown the Raiders out earlier in the season as well. So was it just a Raider thing or was it, you know, the Chiefs are back finally? And I think this was the game where you can kind of say like, okay, maybe the Chiefs did get their swagger back a little bit. Um, so I'm, I'm higher up on them now than I was before. And – for the Chargers, man, you just got to hope Derwin's good because Derwin is kind of the the Malcolm Jenkins against Gronk thing. <laughs> if Derwin James mm. up against Kelsey, you can help that, and then you can obviously probably double Tyreek because you can leave Derwin one-on-one with Kelsey. And, of course, Kelsey will probably get his, but I'm sure Derwin's going to make it very difficult. And like you said, uh, it, maybe if the Chargers can make a tackle in overtime uh, – they, they they hold the Chiefs yeah. to a field goal, and then, uh, you know, we go back. Chargers could go down the field and score a field goal or, or score a touchdown. And, you know, here's the other thing, too. I wonder if all those Chiefs people hate the overtime rule still because you remember when the Patriots beat them in the – what was it, the championship game in overtime? Yep. That – oh, the like the, the – I think the, the Chief owner came out and was like, we have to change the overtime rule. Do you think they hate it now? You think I still hate it? Yeah, uh, I, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm, I disagree with that. 
I disagree with that, man. Like you, you got a defense for a reason. <laughs> you got a you, defense supposed to make those stops. Defense, uh, Buccaneers defense made the stops against Buffalo the week prior to get Brady the ball back, and then Brady and then Brady got the dagger. So I bet they don't hate the rule anymore. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean, so it's just like you know, you just can't just favor everything for the offense. Like it's but they already get all the calls and all the flags. It's like you, you got you got a defense. You got eleven guys on the other side too. You know they got to go make plays and go get the offense the ball back. That's their job. Like. CJ, you are not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild, man. But let's get to these. Let's get to these week sixteen picks. Ah, started off. We got the 49ers and the Titans. We rolling with. I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I have lost faith in the Titans. Yeah, I got I got San Fran as well. Browns, Packers. This is this is easy for me. I'm going with the pack. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Green Bay as well. I think Baker will be back. Um, I think it might be a little closer than we expect, but I'm still going with. I'm still going with Green Bay. We got the Colts and the Cardinals. This is, this is a big game for. It's a big game for both teams, really. Absolutely. I mean, Colts could win and may get in that second seed if New England loses because they they had the tiebreaker, um, and then the, you know the Cardinals kind of trending in the, in the wrong direction right now. So they, they definitely need this dub at home. Who you got? I I think I'm gonna go with the Cardinals for the simple fact they just lost to the Lions. And they probably just got destroyed at practice and in the meetings. <laughs> so I think I go with the Cardinals, although I'm not confident in it. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Arizona as well. I mean, you could call me biased because you know, obviously. Coach just beat the Pats and, uh, you know, need some things to work out for the kid. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think, again, you know, they're on a two-game losing losing streak right now. They're at home. They need to play with some life in front of those fans, man. Um, they haven't had the, the greatest home record um, throughout this season. They've been more of a road team. So they need to come out and have a good game. It's going to be tough to stop Jonathan Taylor, as we know. But I think the Cardinals win this one in a close, in a close game. Giants, Eagles, I got Philadelphia. Yeah, I got the Eagles too, man. The Giants are just terrible at football. <laughs> uh, Rams, Vikings. Important game for uh honestly both teams, really. I mean the Ram- Rams wanna Rams wanna win the division. If the Cardinals lose and the Rams win, it puts them in a good spot. And the Vikings want to try to get in the playoffs. So hopefully they they're playing they're playing with some with a different type of urgency. Who you rolling with? Yeah, they can play with all the urgency they want. I'll go with the Rams. Got Matt says Rams. <clears throat> Rams and it's a no-brainer, CJ. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams too. I'm going with I'm gonna have to go with the Rams as well. Uh yeah, I just I just feel like it's gonna be a good game, though. I feel it's gonna be a good game. But I got Los Angeles. Bills, Patriots. I mean <laughs> I got I got the guys. Yeah, man. <laughs> Gotta go with my boys. Listen, until uh until the wheels fall off, you feel me? Of course, always. Uh it's gonna be a close game. Great game. Might be at this I think it's gonna be a thriller. Um, but of course. Buccaneers, Panthers. I gotta go with the Bucks. I mean, again, I know they're decimated with injuries right now. 
Uh, but I just feel like Carolina just doesn't have anything offensively that that should scare uh, that uh, that Buccaneers defense. So uh, I I go Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's that's easy for the kid. Bucks lock up the division for the first time in uh, many years. Yep, we got the uh, top pick of the twenty twenty two NFL Draft Bowl between the Jaguars and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? Since 2007? Uh, I, oh, not I for me. It's been I'll longer go, than that. I think I'll go with the Jets. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I'm going to go with the Jags. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. Again, why not? Not, not yet. Why not? Right. Speaking of why nots, we got the Falcons and the Lions. Who you got? Yeah, you know, this should be easy. Falcons, but like the Lions play very hard. I'm still picking the Falcons, but I don't know. Oh, you know what? If this game was at the Lions, I would pick them because they went at home. But it's the road, so I got to pick the Falcons. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Falcons as well. I uh, would not be surprised at all if the Lions win this game, but not at um, all. I think I think the Falcons may may get the dub on this one. Chargers and the Texans. I got the Chargers. Yes. No, nah, we don't even know how to talk about that one. Ravens Bengals part two. Bengals slapped the Ravens the first meeting. <laughs> <laughs> slapped them. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, man, I'm gonna say the Ravens just because they need this one. They need this one right here. I'm going with the Bengals. Ravens are too banged up, and uh, you know what? I'm feeling some feeling some Burrow magic. Burrow magic. All right, all right. Bears and the Seahawks. Uh, I got, I got, I got Seattle. Lamar has yeah. feet! Exclamation point! I'm crying. I tried saying it. <laughs> um, yeah, give me the Seahawks too. Like the the Bears are terrible. All right, this is the game where you said, I don't know, the COVIDs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Panthers, I mean, Paul's Panthers. Steelers, Chiefs. Who you got? Listen, all healthy, I'll go Chiefs. But if they're missing Hill and Kelsey, I'm picking the Steelers. Wow. Give me Kansas City, bro. I just don't trust Pittsburgh's offense. No matter what. Yeah, yeah, no matter what, bro. I just don't trust their offense. Broncos, Raiders. I'll go Vegas. I mean, Drew Locke is going to probably play and not Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, It's going to be a close game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Denver won. They have a better defense. But I'm going to go Vegas. Yeah, I'm I'll not, take the I'm Raiders. Not, I'm, not, I'm not entirely confident in that pick, but I'll go yeah. to Vegas here. No, not at all. I don't think you'd be confident picking either one of these teams ever. Broncos are finished. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's what Matt says on Color Cash. Shout out to Matt. We got Washington versus the Cowboys, part two, from two weeks ago. Who are you rolling with? Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys again. Uh, everybody should be back on COVID from the. Washington, but we've seen it, you know, bring some people down for a week. So 
I will stick with them. I will stick with the Cowboys, I should say, even though it, it pains me to do so because I want them to be terrible. Yeah, I'm rolling with Dallas as well. Um, I just think it's not, not competitive offensively for the Washington football team. And this is the – this is Monday night right here? Yeah. Uh, Vic Gang Green with the easy win? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I guess – it's the Jaguars. Uh, I don't know. But then again, it's it's the Jets. It's the Jets. So, yeah, so tough. Uh Dolphins Saints. This is a this is a this is something. Yeah, this is something, man. This is something. There's a whole lot of defense. Yeah, a whole lot of yeah. This is definitely a defensive defensive game. Flores versus Allen. I'm gonna go with the Saints, bro. I you know the Saints. Okay, I'm gonna go with Dallas. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins just because I just it's this could be like a a, a nine to three game, bro. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like I could I could see something like this. A little six Not, three action. Yeah, six three something like that, bro. And hey, you know the worst part about it is CJ. We're all Tua. gonna sit there and watch it because we're idiots and it's football. Matt Matt says Tua no longer turn up turn the ball over. Yeah, yeah, you had to change it up. Oh, look at this! This man flipped the switch. Shout out, Drake. Okay, had to change the nickname, bro. Had to change that nickname. Well, CJ, we've gone over all the games. We've picked all the games for next week, and now it is time for us to go. CJ, where can the people find you? Yeah, you can find me here every Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night at nine p.m. My guy Connie, obviously. Uh, breaking things, breaking all things M- NFL, Garter Podcast, covering all things NBA, uh, Twitch, CJ versus the world. Find me on Twitter at the handle at CJames9, CJ.James9 on, on IG. Yeah, that's where you guys can find me, man. And also a color cast um, at CJamesUSN. Yes, sir. As for me, Anthony Conover underscore over there on Twitter. For all my uh, thoughts on the world, Gen Z Sports <laughs> is on Mondays at 7 Eastern. Uh, me and my guy Josh talk about everything, you know, MMA, NBA, football, whatever we want to talk about. That's what we do. Uh, obviously, like CJ said, me and him are here every Tuesday for all your NFL needs at 9 Eastern. Uh, and then Thursday, I got Backstop Banter with my boy Michael. Uh, talking about everything in the MLB world. You know, the Mets just hired Buck Show Walter. So we got some things finally going on in the uh, MLB world, even though we're still locked out. Um, Anthony Conover, no, Anthony underscore Conover on Twitch as well. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, a Conover USN over on ColorCast as well. So make sure you show love on the ColorCast side of things, people. But uh, with all that being said, CJ, another wonderful episode. Everybody who stayed in for us with all two hours of the show, we appreciate all the hearts on ColorCast up to about 700 in this one. And uh, like I said, all the people over there on YouTube that stuck with us, Twitch that stuck with us, Twitter, even though we can't see you anymore. We appreciate all the love, people. And uh, we will catch you on the next episode, everybody. Catch you guys.